theme song. The Hello Kitty thing. Like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up Gitchy Gitchy Goo means that I love you. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth, hello, hello. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you, my guy? I am doing good. You uh, started watching something that I recommended for a year, but you didn't watch it because of me. That is um, not why I didn't watch it. <laughs> I, um, I don't know why I didn't watch it. I think it was just I had like a bunch of things mm-hmm. um, that I was watching. I didn't. You were telling me that it was good and that it was gay. Yeah, that was kind of it. Like I, you weren't selling me on anything else. I, I compared didn't. it to some comic you read. It was like a poly gay thing. Oh, boyfriends? Yes. Oh, there's they have been on a hiatus for months now. Mm. And it used to on like the webtoons it said at the top like boyfriends will return. Now that's gone and mm. it's just not and I'm like, what happened? This was like one of my favorite comics. Mm. <laughs> um but no, I, I I finally watched it. I watched I I ended I was like, "Oh, we'll just watch one." And then I ended up watching 3. Um and it's really good. It's very fun. Um it was very refreshing because I, I there were so many like cliche conflicts that I mm-hmm. thought were going to happen. And in terms of conflicts, it's it's not something I'm used to. I'm very used to external conflicts. And uh, this one had a lot more internal stuff of just like, uh, you know, like a lot of texting and then going like, oh, no, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. And then and then like the three dots and kind of being there and and then going and. And all the the fun kind of teenage love stuff, and it's it's very cute, very fun. There's probably like one external cri- uh, conflict thing uh, towards the beginning with mm-hmm. a previous love interest. I'll yeah, say. but um, but besides that, it's honestly really refreshing that it never goes the way that I thought it would. Um, and and yeah, it's it's very fun, very very. I did not believe for a second that that dude wasn't gay though. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Everyone, uh, they're like, they're one of the conflicts, I guess, is like, oh, like the main character's friends going like, he's straight, like he's the straightest person I've ever met, or something like that. And I'm like, your all's gaydar sucks, because like I keep seeing this dude, and I'm like, yeah, he's gay as hell. Well, the whole thing was he wasn't. It's it's very like coming of age in the aspect of like mm-hmm. he isn't your stereotypical flamboyant gay guy. Mm-hmm. And he's not gay. He's bi. Uh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it, it's a whole thing. Um, but and so everyone, he was like, he's not gay at all, and it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, they're, well, they're 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 kind of flirty here and there. Yeah, and I think it's like the reason I guess is even that character doesn't know if he's mm-hmm. gay or or bi or anything. It's like it's very new to him as well. But even just the way that like like it starts off with them saying hi to each other mm-hmm. in a very cute way, and the way that they look at each other, I'm just like. If this is straight, then I have then I don't know what straight is. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like this is so and it's cute. It's very mm-hmm. fun. It I, I I'm enjoying it a lot. It's a graphic novel too. Is it? It's what's based off of. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I think. That's another. I was like, Brad, you should totally check this out. If you had told me it was a graphic novel, I probably would have checked that out. I think that's fair. I think you just were watching like different things. And you're like, I'll get to it. That's fair. I have a lot of things that I watch. Yeah, and that's fair um but yeah that that's what i've been watching no it was i love it i haven't watched it again since um 
It was renewed for two seasons, though. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have at least three, um, which cool. is cool. That show is specifically very like refreshing in this mm-hmm. wave of all like boys and yeah. the darkness that <laughs> is in a lot of things. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's very. I love coming of age. It's like my favorite subgenre. Uh, yes, that I do know. I like some coming of age stuff. I think I also have just like I I didn't enjoy my coming of age That's time. That's fair. So, so a lot of times I'm like, nah, I don't I don't need to revisit this. That's fair. I can't even be that mad. Um, but as of some news, or have you been watching anything? I watched a coming of age movie as well. Um, it was a kid who has schizophrenia. Now that you asked me, I can't remember the name of it. Great. Um, oh, it's words on bathroom walls. Um, it came out a couple of years ago. I haven't heard of um, it. It e- very easily could have fallen into like the manic pixie dream girl trope because mm-hmm. it's like a girl kind of helps him deal with his stuff and everything. But it's very much like more of he has an internal conflict of I just need I can't control this. And she kind of brings him back to his point to be able to like exist in our world, not just in his own head. Mm-hmm. Um, And then but she's also a very well developed character and so forth and so on. So it was nice. Okay. Um, It was you, good. Have you watched um Sex Education? yes would that count as manic pixie dream girl trope Maeve yeah no no okay she's a well-developed character oh okay I didn't know that was a part of the it's kind of like pixie dream girl and for the sake of dream girl um it's like she's more of an idea to the person they don't actually get to know her Um, okay whereas in sex education he gets to know Maeve and this Mm -hmm. he actually gets to know Maya um I know there was a movie that was specifically like attacking this. Um, it was like a star girl or something on Disney a few years ago. Oh, um, uh, I don't know about that. I know star girl um, was a CW show, a superhero show for a bit. It might be something else then. Um, uh, she wasn't a superhero. It was like a coming yeah, of age. Thing. Yeah. I mean, it might've been star. Oh, I think I have heard of a star girl on Disney plus. Uh, there was a sequel too. Yeah. I, don't know if it did as well, I think it but. still might've been called star girl. Speaking of the uh, CW show though, that apparently ended, and apparently the they just they incinerated the co- all the costumes without telling anybody. Really? Yeah, not the actors, like the production. I guess they were like, I, I don't know. I'd imagine somebody there has heard all the stories about the actors stealing the suits, and they're like, not this time. We're just gonna burn them all. Uh, what an awful thing to do. Yeah. Those suits. I don't know if you've seen them. They're really good suits. Yeah, the CW usually has better suits than most DC movies, so. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's interesting in terms of like those superhero suits because a lot of there are like different people that make them, different companies that mm-hmm. make them, and they they honestly do go to like they'll go to Marvel and they'll go to CW, um, like they they do they'll do uh, all sorts of different projects of different quality and stuff, but like I think the the current Flash suit uh, that he has where it's a bit more fabric-y mm-hmm. um like that's I think from some of the same people that have done um I want to say like maybe one of the Captain America suits or something like that it's like that's a higher mm-hmm. grade suit that he has as opposed to like the season 4 suit that's all leather and looks atrocious mm-hmm. <laughs> um there's also a whole thing in Marvel movies um specifically the guy suits mm-hmm. um they're all vest Yes. Like, like I, I, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, cause it's just a shirt with the arms and then they just put on a vest for like the rest of it. And I, it I, it's like glass broke whenever I heard it. Really? I, um, I, I do know that one of like, or a lot of the Captain America suits has a, um, 
it has like a, a stomach window mm-hmm. so that he can breathe a bit into it instead of just being like, oh, my God, it's hot. I'm rough and running around a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> you see me running in that first movie? I had, I had weird like bare feet uh, shoes on. It was yeah. Well, and then the second one, whenever he's jogging around uh, Sam. Well, he has real shoes on. Yeah, that's fair. It's like an actual athletic shoe. Yeah, suit. not um, just barefoot. I think Namor also had those, um, those like bare feet shoes mm-hmm. uh, that kept it. That's a. What do you think it's like working, making those? To like make it look like bare feet, or just like what do you think the thought process is? Do you think they question their job then? Maybe, probably. <laughs> I'm making shoes that look like bare feet. Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> it's like those shoes that came out like ten years ago, where like the toes. Are like carved oh, out, you know what I mean? Those. But only had four toes for some fucking reason. I don't remember that. I I had a pair of those, and they gave me awful blisters. Really? Yeah, hated them. <laughs> well, I mean, I I'm a big person. You have to break in all shoes, but I can see it not. No, it just working. gave me awful blisters. Yeah. I hated it. There are like some. I, I haven't tried them, but I really want to try. Want to? They're like um, they're like ninja shoes. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's just like two toe things. Um, and then it's like the slit in between the big toe and the rest. I want to try those. Those look kind of cool and comfy. Yeah, I feel like my toes would feel squished. Nah. I don't know. My cousin had the ones that I talked about and she loved them. Mm. I, don't know. I know a lot of people did at the time. Yeah. They died though for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like, there's a they reason. They looked pretty ugly too. Yeah. They looked off. It looked like you had real feet, like bionic yeah. little feet or some shit. It was gross. Nah. Not a fan. Well, as for news, we have some news. Yeah. Very limited news. Very scarce this week. Which is surprising. Yeah. Which I think is because we recorded a little late last week. Yeah, that's but true. But even then, not a lot was added before we recorded. So. No. Um, what do you have? Oh, Jonathan Groff joins uh, Doctor Who in a key role. Mm-hmm. No idea what the role is. He played uh, one of the Rachel Berry's love interest in um, Glee. Mm. Um, I liked him in that a lot. What He's else is voice. he in? Maybe something I know. Because uh, I have not watched Glee. It's, I mean, don't now. Um, <laughs> it's, it's rough. Yeah, I won't I'm even sure. lie to you. Um, I know Grant Gustin and Melissa Bonet, Bonet, Benoist, Benoist. Melissa, Bo- okay, I have no idea who you're talking about. Supergirl. Oh yes, she was. A, yes. I know they were in Glee. Oh, he's in Knock at the Cabin. He's oh. the spoilers he's the one that dies oh is he yeah okay. he's the one that like believes it and gets the concussion and shit okay yeah he's also in frozen 2 apparently interesting who does he play in oh frozen? he's christoph oh <laughs> well there you did go. not look into this enough wow um he's apparently in the new matrix which i heard that was bad yeah, yeah I, I heard some of those too um it's interesting we should talk about that sometime of like movies that were critically panned but have now kind of come around mm-hmm. like the prequels are ones and i believe even the uh the matrix sequels maybe not this most recent one but i know like two and three um people have come around and, and have been like no the matrix sequels are amazing i've always heard the makes the matrix trilogy is like a classic film everyone should see uh, uh no it's the first one is mm-hmm. um and but i believe whenever it first came out the the sequels uh they recorded them at the same time so i believe it was they both came out in the same year mm-hmm. it was the year of the matrix um and people hated them hmm. and i think that's mostly for cgi reasons um Hmm. But I don't know. Some people, it might have been some story stuff too. But I believe now, because 
um, with everything that's happened with the Wachowskis. And mm-hmm. now that we know that there's they're transgender, looking back on them, uh, people have now seen like clearly what those messages mm-hmm. are and go and have reevaluated and gone like, oh, these are these are pretty good. Yeah, if you just understand more of the context. Yeah, and so uh, that'd be an interesting topic. Yeah, I'm not against it. Movies um, that have changed opinions. I think we'd have to watch all the Matrix movies because I haven't seen a single one. That's fair. I've seen the first one. Um, I know the ending of the fourth one. Um, I don't. It's weird. Don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you. It's just weird. Um, I don't know anything about it, so all I know is this one thing, and it's like, this is Great. not what I want. Um, I've been reading um, I've been reading Tokyo Ghoul, the mm-hmm. manga. And I, I've started RE, but like while I was reading Tokyo Ghoul, I was just scrolling through Instagram one day and I saw some cool um, art. Mm-hmm. It was just black and white manga art. I didn't know what it was. I didn't recognize any of the characters. And I, I, I clicked it, looked at it, started reading some of the panels. And I was like, this is really cool art. And then I read the panels and then I realized it was a huge like Tokyo Ghoul spoiler. And I was like, oh, oh no. I like threw my phone. I was like, oh God. And, ah. and it, I, I finished Tokyo Ghoul and there's a point in it that is left ambiguous. And I think I know what it is, what it now, is now because Aww. it's that. And I'm just, I'm pissed. <laughs> um, I know Danny, she was watching Naruto and I don't know if she's finished it yet or not. Oh, um, and she just like Googled like, who uh like uh pictures of one character or something and then the first thing was top 10 deaths in naruto so she was like so i got all that shit fucking spoiled for no reason i was like i'm so sorry oh man i've got Mackenzie is uh currently working through naruto she's mm-hmm. pretty far actually i think she just has one more arc i want to say but it's like the biggest arc mm-hmm. so it's still gonna take it's like 300 episodes this arc or whatever um but yeah, there's there there's some pretty brutal deaths in it that 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 really tug at the feels. Sure. I love Naruto. I'm rewatching yeah. Naruto actually. Jesus Christ. Just casually. I might have to check it out since you <gasps> and Danny both love, love love it. I can't I can't ignore both my best friends really? being like this is great. Oh my gosh, yes. We'll you, see. You have to do the watch guide. Yo, I'm not watching it from beginning to end. Yeah. Um I'm doing a watch guide. I'm going to I want to do one piece. But oh, really? at the same time, it's like that is, just because it's a feat. Yeah. I just want to do the feat of One okay. Piece. I'm, um, I'm about 100 odd episodes into One Piece. Still very early. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I like One Piece. I'm, it's it's starting to get really good. I've watched some like sporadic episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Colton, Danny's partner, was watching it. And he like he literally finished it. And he would just throw it on while he played games. Because he's like the same thing happens like every other episode now. Because it's like <laughs> one battle. But the whole battle takes like 50 episodes. So he's like yeah. I can just zone in and out. And I'll still be perfectly fine knowing what's happening. Wow. Um, well, he, I, so. that is amazing news. I will send you the watch guide that I used. And we'll see. And yeah. That's because you, Jamie, Brandon, and Danny are all like, Seth, this is a good one. I feel like once you see the first arc, I want to say once you see the first arc, you'll be like, this is good stuff. Like the first arc of Naruto is amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just so good. I know um the friendship between Naruto and whoever the other Sasuke. Thank you. Um, I know a lot of people compare it to Katra and Shira and Adora and um and, and, and Adora and Shira. Really? Mm-hmm. Jamie actually thought. I would. I would compare. I don't know too much about Shira. I haven't mm-hmm. watched too much of it. But from what I know, I would probably compare it more to like Zuko and Aang. Na- <sighs> yes and no. Naruto and Sasuke have a, um, 
interesting relationship. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably so interesting. I fucking hate Sasuke, if I'm going to be completely really? honest. In Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, especially in Shippuden. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, started, I, fin- I read Boruto, and I like him in Boruto a lot. But in Shippuden, he keeps doing things that I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not a like hot take. A lot of people have that opinion too. I think I believe at the time, um, Sasuke really like rode the popularity wave because his design was so cool. Um, but it's also not aged very well. Mm-hmm. If you've seen like some of his costumes and what he wears, you and you look at him, you're just like. That's not a cool person. That's not a cool kid. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> he's like wearing shorts and he and he's just he's got like the emo hairstyle and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so cool. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> I do know that look. Yeah. Uh, I remember you sent me a post once and it was like, this is someone who hasn't watched it and let them pick the villain. Yeah. And I was right. Um uh, I got yeah. one I one I picked was Sasuke, and the other one was right. I don't know who it was, but I know it was yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you picked a there was something though that you were like you were wrong about. Yeah, so I said it's either this guy or this guy, and you were like you're wrong about one, but you're right about. I the think other. it was because you had said like that one's Sasuke, and I'm like that's not Sasuke. Oh, then that was the <laughs> issue. Yeah, it. yeah, because I remember I was like he just looks too innocent mm-hmm. to not be the villain. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be that is a bit of a spoiler then. That's for you watching fine. It. I don't even remember what he looks like. Perfect. Um, but I would not compare. She, uh, Adora and uh, Katra to Zuko and um, Aang. Well, I know it's not like they become a, a couple, right? Yeah, it's they're, they're yeah, yeah. I Catra's don't mean that lesbian. way. Katra's a lesbian. Yeah, um, I don't mean it Adora's, that way. Yeah, but just in terms of like Katra is like on the evil side, and then there, I assume there is some sort of redemption arc for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Give yeah. or take, and it is kind of in the vein of Zuko. Um, Mm -hmm. Catra definitely goes through a Zuko-esque arc. Adora just doesn't necessarily go through a, like it's, it's, it's in the vein, but hers is more dismantling her own, like story versus Aang being like, I need to learn the elements to come into fruition. Mm. Um, well, this is where we bring in uh, the Heodora cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Our special guest podcast. today. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. no, random. Uh, the other podcast I work on. Um, but yeah, sorry, random side chant. Um, uh, I just realized something. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Across the Spider-Verse will be two hours and 20 minutes long, setting the record for the longest animated movie. Uh, besides anime. Besides anime, yes. American animated movie, yes. Western or whatever the term is. Um, I was just say anime. Yeah, I was gonna say American or... anime. Um, but uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's not that long. No, it's I not. Feel. So I mean, I'm just like cool. Guardians was two and a half. Yeah, um, so it's not. It's like average for the today's superhero I'm e- films. I'm excited for it. Uh, I just saw another thing that showed my boy Spectacular uh, mm-hmm. in it. Um, I don't think he's gonna play a big role at all. I, oh, think, he's, I think he's just gonna be in the background. That's and I'm gonna. Oh, well, did you see Spider Cat? I'm very excited for Spider Cat. I sure. I'm here for it. I don't know. I feel like there's there's a spider animal of every kind. <laughs> That's fair. I have spider ham. So yeah, and um, I remember um. Miles Morales, the game, you get the Spider Cat outfit. Oh, yeah. I oh, I do remember Spider Cat from mm-hmm. the game. That's right. Um, that was my favorite outfit. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, good games. I haven't yeah, played them games. in a while. You still need to play the first one. I do. You gave it to me. Still haven't yeah. played it. Um, 
Mamma Mia 3 is officially happening. Here we go again. <laughs> but also again. <laughs> Here we go again, again. And again. Um, yeah, I haven't seen two. Mamma <laughs> Mia. Pierce Brosnan returns. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know in the second one, Meryl Streep's character is dead. Like, I don't oh. <laughs> It's there's a, it's, I'm not sure where, where, which farther they're going to go with it. I don't know. I haven't watched any of these. Yeah. Alyssa doesn't like two. Okay. Um, so I've only seen one. I would, eh. uh, my only interest in that is Pierce Brosnan. That's fair. He's great. Yeah. He's only there to look pretty. He's not there to sing, even though he sings. That's I mean, that's I him in say. every movie. That's fair. <laughs> um, and then the Meg 2, the trench trailer. <laughs> yeah. This was um, interesting. Yeah. It literally dropped today. Mm-hmm. Um, I love bad shark movies. I think they're fantastic. So I'm here for it. Sure. I don't think I've watched a bad shark movie. Um, and I say that as I've only watched Jaws. Mm-hmm. I. I think we should, whenever we finally do those movie commentaries, I think we should do the Sharknado movies. Oh, for sure. I want to watch those like drunk. Those sound really fun. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But I haven't watched the Meg. I've heard very bad things about it. It was rough. There's two Megs. I know that. Mm -hmm. This one has three. And then also like other prehistoric aquatic life. Yeah, it starts off with the Meg just like taking on a and eating a T-Rex. Yeah. Which is... I, I feel 65 has now ruined just saying 65 million years ago. It did. It did kind of. <laughs> I literally thought of 65 when it said that. I was like, oh. <laughs> it kind of kind of tainted now. Yeah, that sucks. But. Yeah, yeah, but um, it was, it, it, I, the first one was fun. I actually enjoyed that one. It's one of the better bad shark movies. Um, Because there's like good ones and bad ones. Samuel L. Jackson in that? Or is that... Deep Blue Sea. No, that's Deep Blue Sea. Okay. Those are bad. Um, the first <laughs> I'd one's like good. To watch that. The other ones are very bad. Um, it's the same plot every time. Um, this one also is the same plot as the first. They yeah. go somewhere in the ocean they shouldn't. They awake something. They have to deal with the aftermath. This one's just like, there's more. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it'll be fun. I wouldn't mind watch, like checking out some of these because I really haven't. I've just seen yeah. Jaws, which is great. Yeah, you but should I watch that years yeah. ago we should we should start with jaws just watch the first three we're not watching four i refuse um <laughs> that's but four is the one i want to watch <laughs> four is the worst one i know uh it's so funny because like the whole plot of four is like what an amazing it's a revenge premise thing. Of, of just like so the jaws is getting revenge even though the, the shark died in every single movie <laughs> on the and not even on the like um the guy no bro- it's on his family yeah it's on the family <laughs> and then the mom like uh, the mom like sacrifices herself it's so bad it sounds good i think we should do four i mean we can do four if isn't you there a to. fifth one no there's only four or is that the joke in back to the future i two? think that's the joke in back to the future too <laughs> i think is it five or is it more i don't know it might be more i don't know um that the cgi in back to the future two, whenever the jaws like comes and like mm-hmm. eats them is better than the cgi in any other jaws movie <laughs> it's so funny because i almost feel like they intentionally made the CGI bad in for that bit. Oh, they did. They did. <laughs> in, well, in the third the one, too. With the, it was when 3D was a thing. Yeah. It was when it first came and they're like, we're doing it. And mm-hmm. it's, there's one shot that is just so atrocious. I've been seeing, um, so I've been watching Corridor Crew on mm-hmm. YouTube. They do, uh, they do amazing like uh, VFX breakdown videos and stuff. And there was one, it's a very old film. And, you know, back when computers, CGI was not a Mm -hmm. thing or anything like that. And it was this amazing shot. And it was basically this actor had um, 
had this makeup on to make them look like a demon or something or like a possessed ghost or whatever. And what they and it, what they did to have the transition was they had the makeup in like one color and then they used like 3D like a blue tint and then mm-hmm. whenever they wanted to reveal the makeup they put the red tint or vice versa whatever it is and it looks insane mm. like for a 1940s or 50s movie that doesn't have computer generated imagery it's it's insane special effects i'm i'm like that's that's really cool well there's also like um in a uh, evil dead when they're like decomposing at the very end, if you remember, uh, <laughs> uh, it's very gross. Okay. Um, it like it, that took time because oh, yeah, they had sure. to. It's like it's stop motion. That's the thing. Yeah, there's a lot of stop motion uh, mm. in that one, and but that's not what this was. No, it's fair. I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. VFX. Like I love like looking at old VFX and just kind of seeing what they could do mm-hmm. without technology. You know, um, oh, I I found something out about the the OG Jurassic Park. What'd you find? The scene where the T-Rex comes in and takes the Velociraptor and saves the day. Yeah. There is one frame where the Velociraptor is not in his mouth. Oh, that's fine. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. <laughs> Apparently, it just, it, and you wouldn't know it at the time. It's a very much, a, not even a blink and you miss it. You can mm-hmm. be watching it. But now that we can go frame by frame, it's such a fun thing that you can see. And it's just it's just not there anymore. It took them a lot of time. I've watched like a documentary thing on Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. It took them a long time to be able to make the the, the T-Rex look real-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, whenever they recorded the uh, um, like him like uh, attacking the Jeeps, mm-hmm. um, they, it, it wasn't supposed to rain, actually. Um, they had to kind of just wing it. And the head was yes. like a sponge, so it soaked it up. Yeah, I, I've seen videos of them like taking towels and mm-hmm. like trying to pat it down. But they also added the rain because they needed to kind of hide the hide the crimes as the term yeah. is and make it look a bit better. I also know that for Jurassic Park, that was kind of the movie that killed like uh, stop motion oh, mm-hmm. uh, for special effects. It, it, unless it's like a deliberate choice, um, because there there was somebody on that was hired for it and to do um like that scene in a stop motion thing and they just went no we actually can do this ourselves and and i and it was like the final nail in the mm-hmm. coffin which sucks well jurassic park like was a definite shift mm-hmm. in the movie industry um special effects wise for sure absolutely in multitudes of way because they had like the the basic dolls version or puppet mm-hmm. versions and they also had like the cgi and it does get worse throughout the three movies <laughs> cgi yeah. wise um yeah. but the first one was fantastic yeah um was that all the news you had yeah that's all i got uh well i have some news uh i have the dune 2 trailer yes which you were not allowed to watch because it does contain mm-hmm. spoilers for the first dune um he will watch it by the way yeah <laughs> he we're will watch probably, it, we're he will watch gonna, it before the yeah. second one comes out the only thing that you really need to know, and it's like the most of what happens in this trailer, is old, good old Timothy Chalamet. Um, he, uh, he, he rides a giant worm. Cool. He, he rides that worm. There's like I, Antonio Ben. No, not Antonio Banderas. Who is that? Oh, I have to look it up now. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. Um, that's his name. Who is that? Um, he's an actor. I I forget what he what else he is in, but he's in the trailer. And he's like, don't 
do anything flashy, just like survive. And then, of course, Timothy Chalamet does some flashy shit, mm-hmm. uh, riding the worm. And he, uh, uh, it looks cool. Special effects always looks fucking amazing. And then uh, Florence Pugh is in it, which is I feel noteworthy. That's that's fair. Mm-hmm. I can't even can't even argue. Yeah, that one. She's in a movie coming out soon. It's like a a good person or a bad person or something. Great description. She sings two <laughs> songs in it. I, that's all I know. Okay, like, that, like it's it's been very like under marketed. Okay. Um, um. Well, and then the other thing I have is the Oppenheimer trailer. Mm, yes, we saw that together. Uh, yes, we did it looks very good yeah i'll bite i'll bite the first trailer i was like okay this mm-hmm. one i i'm a little more interested um i even i was like huh i wonder like who's gonna play einstein and like two seconds later we saw einstein yeah and i was we like we don't oh. know who plays him <laughs> no but. we don't know who plays him but we know he's there yeah because i was like einstein has to be in this film <laughs> like that's that's like that's the whole story um and you were like what and i was like yeah he has to be here mm. we, we abducted him from the germans i want to now get a tattoo of um, i've been watching dr stone and in it, like, whenever they create a camera for the first time, mm-hmm. they, they're like, well, we should take a picture of the lead scientist who has restarted civilization. And he does the um, Einstein sticking out the tongue pose. Oh, that's fun. And now I want to get that tattooed because I'm like, that's that's cool. I like that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but no, this looks really good. Killian Murphy looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Very excited to... Um, just see him in in another movie and as the lead role he's i heard apparently he like begged to be the lead in this really? after after being in like a lot of uh christopher nolan movies as not the lead mm-hmm. uh he's like i i want to be the lead <laughs> i did peaky blinders for god's sakes That's <laughs> like, fair. um so I'm, I'm excited to see that we got rdj in it as well excited to see more yeah um matt damon we see a lot of Matt Damon. I love Matt Damon. I do though. too, but we get a lot of him in a lot of things. He's so good. That's why. Yeah, but we get we him. In, zoo, we get Martian. him in things that we don't need to see him in. <laughs> Air. You can't <laughs> shit on it if you didn't see it, because <laughs> we would have reviewed it if Mario we didn't come out. We don't need a movie about Nike. It's not about Nike. It's about Michael Jordan. It's whatever. It's about Nike. <laughs> it's a biopic we also have gotten things about michael jordan we got that docu-series or document documentary in like 2001 or something i don't know what that is but i mean fair okay i don't know it was, it was people huge liked it. the cast was stacked ben affleck directed it i don't care i don't know <laughs> nothing about that movie interests me ours looked good i heard it was fun mm. but um i don't know i mean matt damon i i do like matt damon but he's not he's not even a draw for me anymore because i don't think he's amazing really he's fine i think he's great he's fine he's a fine actor he's a good actor but he's done nothing that i haven't watched the martian the martian's fantastic that might might change my opinion but outside of that the only thing i can say is goodwill hunting say there's that the great there okay that was 30 years ago so uh it's fair (laughs) he does have to kind of keep up the streak yeah there's more i can hold on let me let me google i'm willing to fight for matt damon okay I'm just not that interested in. Him. I mean, that's fair. I just I know there's other things. I'm like, ah, oh, he was so good in that. I do want to see Dogma, mm. which he is Loki in. Okay. Um, who was he in Thor? Four. Uh, <laughs> he's Thor. Oh, you're right. Or, he's the or actor. He, yeah, he's he was one of the actors. Um, or he's Thor in um. No, he, or is he Loki? I don't know. He's one of the actors in the play in mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok, and I think he's 
I think he's Loki. And it's the same thing in Thor 4, but I don't know who he plays in Thor 4. Um, okay. He's in Jason Bourne. Okay, I haven't watched those. Um, it, there, it was a trilogy, so... Yes, I'm aware of what Jason good. Bourne is. Um, the Last Duel, I heard, was fun. No. Okay. The Monuments Men, I heard, was good. That's a war movie. Never heard of that. We Bought a Zoo was really good. Meh. Ponyo, he was all Ponyo. the voice actors. For who? Good question. Ponyo. Strange. He was Coochie. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I love Ponyo. I do as well. He's in Oceans. Um, that's a pretty well known. Oh, like the Oceans movies, mm-hmm. like the Ocean Eleven and stuff like that. Um, uh, and those are his main ones. All that, yeah. Yeah. I still stand. The Martian's one of my favorite films. The Martian, I'll give you. I've heard great things, and until I watch that, sure. But that's outside fine. of that, he's not an actor that I'm like, oh, Matt Damon. If Matt Damon's something, I'll be like, I'll check it out. Ben Affleck is more, but even then, only because of Batman. That's fair. Like I, I won't, I won't even give him too much more outside of that. Wasn't he Daredevil at some point? Yeah, but that yeah. wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's not good. But have you watched that movie? No. Oh, you should. Oh, that's a great movie commentary. And <laughs> then um, Jennifer, someone was uh, Electra, wasn't she? Uh, Jennifer Gardner. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She had her own uh, movie. Yeah. That's also atrocious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. I believe it's that and Catwoman that are like on the same level mm, of with the Halle Berry. Yes, dear yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, I and I hear great things about those. Those early two thousand uh, movies where that, they were just trying to throw shit at the wall. Yeah, yeah. Just, Hope uh, something sticks. Not a not a lot of great ones. No, no. What else you got though? Um, the last thing that I have kind of is just uh, movies and projects that are. Uh, currently on hold because of the writer's strike yeah, which we we are just seeing like the tip of the iceberg to start yes we sadly. are um i have a list of them here from ign um a knight of the seven kingdoms the hedge knight i don't know what that is that sounds like an adaptation of a sonic game yeah it does there like was a sonic the hedgehog game where he's like a knight or something yeah it was um the black knight Maybe, or was it, I think it was like a werewolf one. No, separate ones. Okay. I know those are separate Same realm, games. though. Yeah. Um, no idea what that is, but Abbott Elementary, who cares? Big Mouth. People like Abbott Elementary. I'm sure they do. I have not That's watched fair. it. It's a sitcom. Uh, Big Mouth? Probably should have ended a while ago. Should have ended a while, a while ago. Yeah. Big Mouth, I have PC issues with. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's teaching sex education to kids. No, you're just being raunchy. Sometimes, um, yeah. Uh, Cobra Kai, which yeah. does suck uh, for season six, I believe. Five. Uh, five Final season. I was out. No. Maybe? Is it six? I thought it was five. I thought it was five. I think out. you're right. No. I think it's six. Check. Let's find out. While I continue. Um, something called Evil. I don't know what that is. Hacks. Evil's on uh, Paramount. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, late night talk shows, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um loot severance uh stranger things uh is currently on hold for it saturday night live which is well that was never funny and then uh Damn, you're just <laughs> fucking destroying late night talk shows uh, uh yellow jackets and the the kind of big one uh is blade yeah blade continues to have problems um Oh, and Daredevil Born Again is also uh, on on hold. At You're the right. It's the sixth and final season. I had a feeling it was six. 
Um, so yeah, Daredevil Born Again is halted, and then Blade. Blade has been having writer troubles for so yeah, long. They the, like just got a new writer, and now he's on strike. Pause though, I'll take as a win. I think if anything being paused, because I also uh, I talked about this right before we started. Um, Neil Gaiman's Sandman and mm-hmm. Good Omens are also paused. Mm-hmm. I'll take paused over. I think there's like some big announcement that uh, what's gonna call it? They're gonna start having AI write the scripts. Oh, that's not gonna work. It's gonna be so bad. They're they're trying to. It's a scare tactic, and they're trying yeah. to be like, oh, we'll replace you. AI isn't there yet. No, like it's 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 doing some things, but even if it does create a script, you have to edit it and change mm-hmm. things, and you have to pay people to do that. AI is not at that level yet um and then there is there was another thing that i was thinking of. you're talking about blade well i was talking about blade oh yeah blade has been having just so many problems mm-hmm. and it's so strange because i remember when mahershala ali got cast they told like the story of after he won his oscar apparently he went to marvel and was like so blade and they went yes greenlit like they were just like yeah absolutely we'd love you to do blade and now it has just been one problem the, in front of yeah. the next they had to re- completely rewrite the story mm-hmm. and then now that writer is on strike um yeah we'll see how mm-hmm. this goes i'm I'm okay with it being paused i have hope for oh, that reason it. yeah uh as long as it's paused that is kind of still a, a good thing mm-hmm. but there is as far as i know only one project that i've heard of that is continuing despite these writer uh, mm-hmm. strike changes and that is lord of the rings uh power pow- rings of power <laughs> season two is continuing which was already a rough start because i don't think i think they were like it was fine uh no people liked it they did I, oh, I think, yeah. well there's some people that hate it because you know lord of the rings yeah yeah um but as far as i know it's people like it it was also like the most expensive show ever mm-hmm. i think it was like 10 million an episode jesus christ yeah um and but now they're doing it without any writers and yeah that's gonna be real bad yeah that's gonna be absolutely awful it'll be an experience mm-hmm. i um i i didn't know this but apparently the production studios are just their their tactic right now is well they'll want to come back because for the love of working <laughs> love doesn't pay the fucking bills bro <laughs> There's this whole thing that di- like Disney workers say where it's like pixie dust doesn't pay my bills. Mm-hmm. But it's also I think I think I remember last week you had said like I think the like Disney and big corporations will be fine. But I think it's actually the opposite because the big uh, production companies are the ones that use the writer skill. Yeah, America. that's true. Um, like I saw Dan Povenmire is um, working on Phineas and Ferb the next two seasons. Mm-hmm. He is in a completely different union, so he is not affected by that, and he can write, which is a good thing. Then we also have projects like the Avatar um, uh, mm-hmm. animated because they start their own studio, so they don't have to deal with that either. So those will be fine. But in terms of like Marvel, just any Disney stuff or. Warner Brothers, like they, they will be affected by it because they are the ones using the writer's skills. Yeah. So, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of hope some like uh, weird ass indie shit comes out. Yeah. I because hope like so they're too. like, oh, we got nothing, so we'll do this random thing. Mm-hmm. I'd like for that. Kind of get um, some weird shit in there. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're definitely gonna be getting some bad movies. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I hope Blade isn't it but it might be i think blade is gonna be it i i think just because there's been it's been a production pre-production nightmare i don't know i have faith in the mcu specifically it's not that i don't have faith in them it's that if you have too many problems 
anybody mm-hmm. is going to kind of have it, it's going to affect it no matter who you are yeah um so it's I, i'd hate for that because that sounds so great it does it looks fun mm-hmm. um i need to watch the originals and my future nephew is going to be name blade so if this movie sucks he's gonna be made fun of for yeah it. we can't have that <sighs> sad sadness <laughs> do it for mac yeah absolutely <laughs> don't worry i'm a good uncle i'll make him watch the first blade so that, <laughs> he, he, knows. So that he can be like but this one's good it's- <laughs> the original was great i like how this is the world that uh the, ki- the kids won't be interested in these no. movies <laughs> so yeah writer writer strikes going on and that uh that sucks but, it'll be an experience yeah but um final news is i and i would like to hear your opinions on this is that apparently it was confirmed that the Guardians of the Galaxy cast will be in Superman Legacy. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, that's not that crazy. Um, to it, They can be in small roles. Mm-hmm. Like, Sean Gunn was going to be in it, no matter what. Yeah. Because he's always in those movies. Um, now, Which I didn't realize he was Craglin. Really? <laughs> no. Once I saw oh, it, really? I was like, oh, they look identical, of course. Yeah, he's also Calendar Man in the, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> which is fun to me okay. <laughs> he likes he goes to he's the one that goes to polka dot man he's like i want you to uh, work at my kid's birthday party uh-huh. you fucking dick or something like that <laughs> um but like he'll be in it um i'm sure james gunn's wife will be in it mm-hmm. um but they're small roles usually that they're in nothing too crazy um i don't know who some of the other people is except dave batista is like sleuther i think that will i hope I that hope will happen. so i'm open uh-huh um i know karen gillen wants to be poison ivy in just that Ooh. universe yeah that'd be a cool yeah I'm, cool I'm, I'm here for that i love her yeah she was a standout mm-hmm. yes um, uh and but as for like i don't know who chris pratt would play yeah it's uh, weird that they're like we're just gonna transform over <laughs> the only person i could think of but it doesn't work is uh jimmy olsen yeah he's too he's too old for he's it too muscular <laughs> you can lose the weight i mean you can lose the weight but like muscles muscle it takes a little longer to like lose that i think i don't know it i would imagine he i would imagine it's much easier to get back into that weight That's, I mean, you I don't, don't have to go on a regimented <laughs> scheduling That's system fair. and take it and really focus on what you're eating <laughs> That's fair. But um, no, I don't I don't think you'd be playing Jimmy Olsen. I also would like to actually see a good Jimmy Olsen mm-hmm. instead of in Batman v Superman when we just shot him. <laughs> yeah. The only good one you've seen is Small Little, so. Um, I don't even know him in this. Uh, but no, I would say the originals. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in like all of them. He's even in Supergirl. I think you're right. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I don't know who these some of these people would play. Um, what about Bradley Cooper? I could see him as Perry White, maybe. Yeah. I could see Chris Pratt as Perry White. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. As long as he, uh, James Gunn has come out and said, like, no, Chris Pratt will not be playing Superman, <laughs> which is, I think, what everyone was concerned about. Yeah, because I heard that show, I was like, oh. Yeah, nobody wants that. He has the curly hair. Don't do it, though. Well, I don't <laughs> know. There, are, I Like, Michael Keaton, that was the big complaint for Michael Keaton as Batman uh, at the time because they were just like, it's got curly hair (laughs) no i know (laughs) that's different is it michael keaton's a better actor so yes he is a different he is a better actor (laughs) that's my stance he was a good batman (laughs) he is a good batman that's i don't think chris pratt would be a good superman surprised 
Superman's not the sarcastic butthole of a guy, though. I like, don't. Star Lord think- starts as a sarcastic ass at. I, I think he has a bit more range than just being Star Lord. I mean, <laughs> fair. my point. Um, he said, but James Gunn said, like, uh, that if he was a bit younger, maybe, which I am kind of going, like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. But um, as long as he's not, I think I'm okay with it. I don't really want him as as our yeah. most likely definitive Superman. Yeah, not not here for it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I think I just want Dave Bautista as Lex Luthor. That's all I I'm here for of. that. Vin Diesel? No. Yeah, no. No. That that thought popped in my head. I was like, no. no. Uh speaking of uh, Vin it's Diesel. so funny. Uh, because I saw a TikTok where it's like uh um I don't even know who it was, but um they're talking about how they got Vin Diesel to agree to be Groot. And it was like, okay, listen, all you say is three words over and over, but it's all about family. And that's how they talked to it. And he was like, you know what? I'm in, you son of a bitch. Uh, that's a great joke. That's not why. That's not I how. know. But um, I believe how they actually got him in was because uh, he was casted as Black Bolt in the Inhumans movie. Mm. And it was, I believe he just didn't have any work going on besides maybe a Fast and Furious movie. And so they were like, well, we have this character. You just do a voice acting. It's not as much. It'll kind of get you through. And and that's why he did, um, he did Groot. And he really has put in the work in it. Like he doesn't, they don't ever um, redo his lines. Like they don't ever just recycle it. Mm -hmm. He always, he will, um, he will do it himself in just different uh, modes of expression and emotions. And I think he also does the other languages. I don't, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I I wasn't like diminishing the role by any means. No, no. Um, I like the role. Um, just funny i thought mm-hmm. it was a funny little tidbit of like it's all about family i like that the, it's the one that he was they took just to f- like fill in the gap mm-hmm. and now it's the only uh, dc or mcu movie he's yeah. getting or role he's getting um but besides that should we get into today's main topic yeah uh guardians of the galaxy volume three what a hell of a movie uh-huh um this is our non-spoiler section um starting off i want to know about what do you what do you think of the acting well i'll start with uh chris pratt um i gotta give it to him yeah he's great it was a pretty good role it was one of the best roles i've seen him in in a few years yeah he's um it's the thing of um i i actually really like chris pratt as an actor yeah i uh i think i love him as an actor it reminded me what i loved about him in the first jurassic world um people i keep hearing people bring up his role in jurassic world and i'm just like that's his weakest role i think it gets worse as it goes sure but i think they're all weak as hell i really he was my favorite chris just because of jurassic world that shouldn't be why it should be star lord (laughs) i mean yeah he's good as star lord as well um i just i i love i really liked him in it and i think this is definitely his best performance since the first one of mm -hmm. jurassic world um, no, but that's just no, me. No, not Jurassic World. Guardians. I know, I know. You like him better in Guardians, but I thought he was fantastic in Jurassic World. No, he's not. I'm actually just straight You're up. You're the good. outlier. That's not in an this, opinion. Though. You're thing. the outlier. That's, in no, this. I'm not. Like, I don't care. He's not that good in it. Like, it's not acting to just do this. That's not all he does. That's all he does. No, it's not. You know it is. You know how you, I know it is? Because the listeners know exactly what I'm doing, and I haven't told them. It is a thing, and it is a they bullshit thing. They know exactly thing, what I'm doing, and like that's that's all the acting he does in it, and it sucks. I don't think him and Bryce Dallas Howard have very good chemistry. Disagree. I like I, her a lot as well. 
I don't know. Those move his his performance in those movies are not good. But in anything else, I really do like him as an actor. That's and fair. in these movies especially. Um I I think he's really good. I and it is because of his acting that I cried in this movie. Yeah, actually, I cried at the same spot you cried at today. No, it will. Oh, today. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I went and saw it again, just so they know. We went together, yeah. and I cried a little earlier than you. And then I saw it today, and I was like, fuck, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've got to tell him now. Yeah, it, it, it got me. Um, I think he's very good. Uh, I think we kind of have to also talk about the, the real MVP and star of this, though, is Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Uh, just fantastic. I mean, it's it's all voice acting, but the voice acting's it, it's really good like it's you, there you, yeah for sure you're never taken out of it it's so emotional and the story is really what kind of yeah gets that across but i think bradley cooper does an amazing job he did and this it. is like the only one he showed up for too like yeah because it, because this is the one that he really has a more significant mm-hmm. role in um i want to talk about karen gillen yeah i'll say she's the next mvp I, uh, I, it, it went but her it, her and uh bradley cooper are pretty tied for me yeah she was really um, good in this she had a lot of good lines um whenever i said spoiler whenever uh gamora's like uh i'm family and she's like so is he like yeah. that moment of like and she like stopped her and mm-hmm. there's a lot of like really good moments where you can really see karen gillian like pushing through nebula is it gillian or gillen I think it's Gillian. I thought it was Gillian. Karen Gillian. If it's I and then it's then it's then I'm I think it's one I. It is Gillian. Oh, you're right then. Karen Gillian. Um I think she I think she's great. I think the character of Nebula honestly has a pretty good arc in this Mm -hmm. or like growth in this movie for um kind of how she treats some of the other guardians and reacts to them. I think there's a there's a really nice growth there. Um how many years after Endgame is this. Oh, geez. I've lost count. Uh, we're not. Let's see. I believe Hawkeye is like 2025. I want to say. Or it's 2024. And it's about to be 2025. I don't know. I've lost track. And it also doesn't matter. I'm just curious. Also, so, these ones could. This one could be like right after Love and Thunder. Okay. This is two years after Endgame. So it's 2025. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it has to be after yeah, you're, it has to be after Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think I think that means Tony is officially dead now. Yeah. No, like we're in it now. Oh yeah. This is the year that Tony dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I remember that just people going like, well, he's not dead because that one's set in 2023 and it's uh 2019, so he's he's still alive. I think it's like <laughs> October too. Like we're we're nearing it. Oh okay, so uh, he's still alive. He's still alive at the moment. Sweet. Um, but uh. You know, so it's two years after. Okay. They're pretty established. Yes, they are. Um, As a friend group. Um, Dave well, Bautista also mm-hmm. had a great performance. I, I'd say his role was a little downplayed a bit in this one. Disagree. Um, I think it was a lot of what wasn't said. Well, okay. He in has his moments. moments, but I feel like it wasn't as... He didn't have as big as a part as he has in, other, in his other movies. I mean, that's fair. I, I don't know. They, I feel like he was pretty active. Sure, <laughs> I, I like. I can't. I like. I just watched it. And I was like, mm, I feel like it was spread pretty evenly between all of them. To be honest, if anyone, Star Lord took a back seat. Yeah, I can definitely sure. agree that Star Lord takes a back seat. Um, I even told you before. I was like, it's what an interesting idea to have the first two movies 
really be about Star Lord mm-hmm. and then this one be about Rocket. Yeah. Um, but I it doesn't bother me really at all. No, no, this no. was an amazing story. It was a very on it was more heavily ensemble instead of one character centric. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's Rocket's story, but I don't, I don't want to spoil, so I won't get into yeah. it. But like there's a lot more into it mm-hmm. than just him. Um, what did you think about Zoe Saldana? She was really good. Mm-hmm. Um very interesting route to take with Gamora. Yeah. Um, in writing wise, I guess as well. I wonder I wonder how much of that is like him James Gunn being forced into that because I don't I don't think it was his uh goal to have Gamora die in Endgame. Or I mean There Infinity was like War. 40 questions about him or some uh, about the movie or something and in it he was like nah I could deal with that. Yeah, well it doesn't it didn't really feel like anything that was wedged in or something he didn't want like say venom in spider-man 3 mm-hmm. like he, he runs with it really well but i I am just curious if that was kind of the original idea for gamora in his when he first came up with these uh stories for guardians mm-hmm. um because but yeah no i think it's great i think that's that's more like the main subplot between gamora and peter mm-hmm. um and i think it it works out it was really well, well done um I don't think Gamora's done. Uh, so that was the thing. Something uh, Zoe Saldana has come out and said that she does. She will no longer be playing uh, Gamora. Oh. Uh, but she wants Gamora to continue and just be recast. I think a lot of people yeah. in, from this film are like, this is it. Even This is a nice little ending. Uh, actually, except for Zoe Saldana and James Gunn, apparently. Uh, James Gunn has also said, I hope there's a fourth one. And But they, he doesn't want it to be his. Uh, no. He is just like, I hope there's a fourth one with another director. I just hope that they don't try to copy what I do mm-hmm. and do their own thing, um, which I would be very down for. Yeah, because, well, um, and this is kind of a jump in after I say this, but because uh, um, I think Vin Diesel's done. Um, she's done. James Gunn is done. Um, I think like basically everyone except, except. Chris Pratt <laughs> is like, um, ah, Batista's done. Like, I think we're like, oh, I'm good. This is, this yeah. is what I needed. I think it's very wrapped up in a nice bow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this movie speaks that yeah, without, that's, um, that's fair. Um, I think we'll the performances speak it as well. Talk about the comedy. It wasn't as heavy as usual. Well, I think that's also because this does really push an emotional mm-hmm. storyline a lot well, further. It, I mean, it whacks you in the face the second you start. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the like, first thing I said was as soon as this is in a, or I don't know, as soon as the movie starts, I just turned to you and I was like, oh, I'm going to cry. Oh yeah. Like it, it hit a, it's creep. It's fucking well, creep. Don't, don't say it. People um, don't know what the soundtrack is. Uh, that's, that's not, that's not a spoiler. Okay. Um, we're still a non-spoiler and sound designs in that. So I can, I feel like it's fine. Okay. Um, but I, like it, yeah. The second time I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, as it opens on Rocket as they mm-hmm. play Creep, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna cry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm absolutely mm-hmm. gonna cry in this movie, and I did. Um, the but the comedy, yeah, I'd say the comedy is there. Like, um, not getting into it, but I'd say Nathan Fillion was a a very funny character for me. Who's Nathan Fillion? He was um. <sighs> I'll talk to him. I'll talk to you about it in spoilers, but, uh, but Nathan Fillion is in this movie. He's, and I think he is a very funny character. He's kind of like shitting on a, on another, uh, like acquaintance that his character has and just constantly going like, Oh yes. Yeah. He was funny. There was a lot of like sporadic, um, Mm -hmm. uh, Mantis and Drax have some good, funny moments. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I also noticed though, with these movies, cause 
even as opposed to some of the other Marvel movies and their comedy, um, this one kind of relies on the the reality of situations. Like, I don't know if you've ever been, well, I'm sure you have, whenever you're a teenager and you're super emo and you're like, you're in like one of those emotional pits and 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 like but while you're in one of those emotional pits something just like happens that is out of your control and kind of throws it off Mm -hmm. and in retrospect is funny but just in the moment you're kind of like go away yeah (laughs) yes like there's a lot of that level of comedy where it's just like like there's a scene i think where it's there's an action scene and gamora has to fly the ship and then just like a song from peter quill's soundtrack Mm -hmm. comes on like it's a lot of that stuff where it's like it's very realistic of why it is and it's funny, but it's never, I mean, it is intended, but like how it plays out isn't intended. It's almost like to the annoyance of the characters, um, which is very fun. I enjoy that a lot. Well, and Nebula has a lot of good one-liners, serious and comedic um, line of, uh, uh, that's the gist of it. (laughs) He's missing some important details, but that's the gist of it. Like that was fun. (laughs) Um, Gamora and Quill have some good, like banter mm-hmm. um because he's angry at her a lot um um Groot has some good fun like parts where they like tell you what he said um, yeah so I, I think it's there i don't think it's as heavy but i don't think that's a bad thing no no i don't think i don't think people are upset by that at no. all especially since that has been a big complaint of marvel movies mm-hmm. um the action is honestly really good in this too we got the best action scene since endgame in this movie um sure i can give you that you know there's a there's a fight between with not going into it but with uh peter and groot that i i love that's not even the one i'm talking about oh i know but like that's (laughs) one that i love and then there is a in spirit of daredevil there is a hallway fight yes that is spectacular and it's 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 gross (laughs) yeah gross as hell it was Uh, easily the grossest fight so far as well it's really good um Going into the special effects of this movie, since, of course, that is also a critique of Marvel movies yeah. lately. Um, it, it's good. It doesn't, yeah, I have it doesn't no ever feel bad. Really? Um, especially because they had to, like, do there's a, a lot of weird yeah, there's a shit. Lot of, like, makeup, CGI. special effects, yeah. CGI, special effects, um, probably android type of special effects like mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of random little things and all of it was looked very believable mm-hmm. for quote-unquote space movies yeah none of it none of it looked bad to me it no. looked it, it this is a pretty solid trilogy i will say i think two is the weaker one like weakest yeah disagree I, i'd say two is the weakest of the guardians oh. films oh wait hold on i thought you were saying the weaker trilogy over all the trilogies. no 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 Sorry. of the guardians films i'd say volume two is the weakest but not by much mm-hmm. i'd say i think it's but just like the first one's just you know it's so good i i don't even know how to explain it just the fact of i guess how surprising it is just because we didn't know these characters and this one just being so emotional mm-hmm. um it, it's fantastic but yeah um it's still a very solid trilogy agreed um uh, sound design um, I mean, this is I. This is always a fun one because it's kind of just like little things I notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the the soundtrack, I yes. love how well the soundtrack is integrated in these movies. Whenever it like goes to the whole thing of nowhere versus in the headphones, mm-hmm. you'll hear it in the background sometimes. Um, after like someone takes a headphone out or when they plug it in, um, it's it's always so fun. Mm-hmm. And James Gunn does it really well. I have heard some complaints about uh this playlist or or the soundtrack with um because it's a bit more 
sporadic, I guess. Mm-hmm. It jumps around in decades a bit more than the other movies do. And uh, I, I've, I've mostly heard, I guess a spoiler, there's a Beastie Boy song mm-hmm. in this that uh, I, I've heard people go like, I didn't like that. See, my thing is I liked it because in the first one it was 60s and 70s and then it no it was 70s and 80s and now and then the second one was 80s and 90s and this one was 90s and lows. Yeah. In the second one? I believe so. Hmm. Um it's just like they each kind of tap into the next little bit. Mhm. Um and I like that a lot actually. So that's interesting. I I did not mind the Beastie Boys one. It, no, um, I thought it was great. <laughs> it it, it accompanies the best song. fight scene in the movie. So yeah. Oh, um, I, I like that a lot. So now, um, and then, and then, yeah, the story, like overall, um, oh, it's just, it's just phenomenal, fantastic. absolutely phenomenal. It's very good. We're gonna get into a, a bit because of... you can't talk about it. No, we like, can't talk about it. Everything is a spoiler. We'll we'll get into that in spoilers. Though we, I, we will also talk about um a specific point that we kind of had an argument about earlier. <laughs> yeah. Before we jump into that, I want to discuss the topic you brought up this week to me off on my um about people being like oh this movie's so great because it's james gunn and all of that jazz and you basically said and correct me if i misunderstood people are more saying oh it's james gunn so it's good but they're not enjoying it for the fact that it just was a good movie yeah this has been um so it's pissed me off recently mm-hmm. like just and it's the fact that it seems more about like brands and the titles and when i say brands like i don't mean the marvel brand i mean like the James Gunn brand, mm-hmm. the fact that he is going to be doing the DC movies and that all is good. I think it is a good thing, but it, but it also is in a very public light and it, it's very popular at the moment of like, that's a good thing. And thus he is a good director, but now it does feel like people are just going, Oh, well it's a James Gunn movie though. it So it should be good without actually even forming their own opinions about like the it. movie itself. Uh, which I don't like. I it, it pisses me off, and also just like certain things we've talked about, like the Marvel hate and why people um, don't like certain things about it. And sometimes I'd say like the CGI is maybe the best um, argument that they have for it because mm-hmm. yes, there are certain move there are movies where the CGI is not as good, um, and we can discuss that and why it happens all day long. But there are other things about it like. Um, I think the quips is a big one. People are like, oh, Marvel movies are too quippy and it, and it breaks up the pacing of it. I disagree with that. I, I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't I don't know. This is this is a this one is a very personal thing for me. Um, but what what really feels like it is Wakanda forever. Mm, yeah, we had this argument the other day. Yes. Um, and I don't and when I say this, like. I love Wakanda forever. I think it is a really good film in terms of like how they integrate Namor and the fact that, and like kind of explain some of the ridiculous elements of him and doing the Mayan um, culture aspect of it. I think that's amazing. Angela Bassett performs an amazing and Mm -hmm. fascinating character. I think it's fantastic, but I feel like people are too afraid to say anything bad about that movie in term because they're afraid that they will speak ill of Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, and really the only thing that I have to say, and you said that you don't have a problem with this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I, I did ask I did ask Mackenzie that same question. I was like, which is better, Black Panther or Wakanda Forever? She was like, Black Panther. <laughs> Easy. I, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But what I don't like about Wakanda Forever is there is a subplot with Everett Ross, who I feel has a much better play in the first movie. But in Wakanda Forever, his subplot kind of doesn't go anywhere. And it just kind of falls off. And it made me feel like all the time I invested with that character. And I was excited for that character. I like Martin Freeman a lot. I was, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a, I think a big flaw of that movie is the Everett Ross subplot and the Vanessa Del Fontaine, whatever that bitch's name is. Fuck. Um, like, I, I, I don't like that subplot at all. And it feels pointless to the story. Me personally. I think I enjoyed Wakanda Forevermore. Um, but I do see what you're saying and I do think you're probably right about some people. Mm. Um, I didn't really mind it because for me it was like, Oh, I can tell this is going to be bigger later. Um, but you made the point of it should still be well-rounded within the movie Mm -hmm. and you didn't feel like it was. And I think that's a fair critique. Um, I will say black Panther does have the Malcolm X versus Martin Luther King Mm. kind of, uh, mindset battle metaphor going on. Yeah. Um, which wasn't, I don't say like unheard of to like talk about politics. Well, X Men on it. I think X Men really also does mm-hmm. that uh, that point really well in terms of like Magneto and Professor X. Mm-hmm. It's more just Nazism instead of uh, the people. Uh, the well, X Men you can you can kind of the nice thing about X Men is it's kind of so vague you can apply it to mm-hmm. anything. Um, you can have it be like oh it's talking about race or oh it's talking about um like uh, gay gay rights and it's talking about the it. it it's a nice thing. It's an open canvas mm-hmm. that you can apply to anything. But um, but even with Black Panther, like the first Black Panther, Black Panther is an amazing movie and it's one of the better MCU movies. Mm-hmm. But there are also bad things in that movie too. Um, CGI wise, that final fight in the mines with Killmonger mm-hmm. and Black Panther, it doesn't look good. The background's <laughs> a little rough. It's, the background's it, the, a little it, rough. It's not a great uh, sequence, but but the but honestly, the, that's the performance all, the, carries it. Honestly, that that's all I can think yeah. of in that movie, and that's that's a big thing to have that much of it. And there's just this one small aspect. Who cares? It, like it's mm-hmm. still a good movie. The I think it's more in Wakanda Forever, and I just I just don't like that it's this like i keep hearing people going like that after this movie guardians 3 that they're like well now i'm done with marvel because they're not going to make anything good anymore why do you think that my issue is um someone i think it probably was ign was like uh the uh guardians of the 3 was so good because it was a james gunn movie first and then it was an mcu movie and that's just such a bullshit mindset Mm -hmm. because that's the exact same critique people have been making about doctor strange or most of the tv shows and all these things because directors like take their own like handle on it taika watiti and um at uh thor 4 they're like oh it's too much like it's it's not the same it's not mc it doesn't feel like the mcu mm-hmm. but then they'll look at this movie and be like oh but this one's great even though you're they did the exact it, you're same you're calling thing. out the hypocrisy there's a double it. standard mm-hmm. and let's be honest the two movie the two things that got the main critique had female leads and or villains or primo people playing a villain or the lead um where this one didn't there was mm-hmm. an ensemble and there were it was across the board of gender but mm-hmm. point still proven i think that says something mm-hmm. and that that's what bothers me i guess is that that's the thing that's coming out of this it's like you guys are just not seeing the point well it's the idea of 
saying like this movie is good because it's a James Gunn movie first and a Marvel movie second. I having having a directorial creative vision mm-hmm. is a good thing. Like I I know that some people you can talk some of the bad things about Doctor Strange too, but the good thing about Doctor Strange too is it feels like a Sam Raimi movie mm-hmm. and that, and Sam Raimi makes really good movies. Like that's a very much a high point, but at the same time he embraces the comic ridiculousness of, of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like the fact, like the, like the song note fight, that's not even necessarily a Marvel thing, but it's a ridiculous thing that I could absolutely see mm-hmm. in a comic. And he just runs with it because why it's a ridiculous thing. Why not? Um, and it, it was good because it, of those things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people just critique it just be, because they 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 either want it to be exactly like it used to be mm-hmm. or they want it to be or then they or but then sometimes they decide that it's OK. And that's just not fair. Yeah. I, I just feel like if it isn't either by someone that they like or if it isn't if it's just not in the popular opinion, mm-hmm. then people will shit on it. Because like if Iron Man one came out today, people would shit on it to the end of fucking time. I don't know. I think it's a fantastic film. Okay, <laughs> Maybe not the best example to pull out of my ass in this moment, but you get the premise that I'm making though of like, if the older movies are released today, I feel like it would be the exact same issue. They'd be like, Oh, it's different because of this. It's different because mm-hmm. of that. People can't just, and maybe we- the first captain America movie. I could see that a lot more. And also like, it's also the idea of like, whenever other companies try to start their own movie universe, <clears throat> dark universe, um, like going if it doesn't if the first one doesn't make a billion dollars then it's a failure when it's like the first the first marvel movie to make a billion dollars was the avengers Mm -hmm. and and it's the idea of like they can't all be these fantastic amazing um knock your socks off movies sometimes they're just like i I really liked it. I thought it was fun yeah. and, and quirky and weird. Well, and any movie can be that. And I feel like people are so obsessed with it has to be the next best thing ever mm-hmm. that they don't just enjoy the fact that they just got a whole movie. They mm-hmm. just spent two hours watching a really fun ride. Yeah. Because people shit on the second Guardians a lot when it first came out. And now everyone's like, this might be the best Marvel trilogy of all time. And it's I think not, it's, it's a contender. <laughs> I think it's a contender. It doesn't win, but it's a contender. <laughs> you know, Captain America has the best trilogy. I think so. But a lot of people don't like Civil War. Those people are wrong. I think. Um, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, I think this is probably the second best. Um, just because Far From Home is a weaker link um, in Spider-Man. It's far From Home is like, that's the one that like, from memory, I think it's easy to kind of maybe shit on it. But I think if when you rewatch Far From Home, like I've rewatched Far From Home and then just gone like, man, I love this movie. <laughs> I liked one a lot better. I definitely like No Way Home a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've rewatched it a few times. It's good. I mm-hmm. enjoy it. I think it was the weakest link of the trilogy, though. Sure. I don't know. But um. I say we get into the spoilers of it. Yeah, absolutely. This uh-huh. is your spoiler warning. If you haven't watched the movie, go watch the movie. It's it, so good. It's very good. <laughs> um, and we say that not just because it's a James Gunn movie, but just because it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. We there spent are... like two hours the night texting about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we, we really had a lot of thoughts on mm-hmm. this one. We were like piecing together a bunch of shit. Yeah, I have, uh, I have notes. I also have notes. Mine's just kind of like a guy for myself more than anything else. I have notes. 
Uh, my first note. My first note is: How many times has Mantis made the Guardians forget something? So I don't think it's all of them. I think she's probably done it to Drax a few times. I think I think the fact that so in this movie at one point she straight up just insults uh Drax and like hardcore. Yeah, I mean she he also does it an, at another point where I remember going like, "Damn Drax, like go fuck yourself." But uh, but then she just go she recognizes that like that might change how his outlook or his positivity. So she goes like, "Forget," and I'm like. That's really dangerous. How many times have you done well, this? And it was a callback because in the beginning she was like, I don't use my powers on my friends. Okay. So it was kind of like she'll break the rules sometimes. I think is the note you're supposed to take from that. My question is how many that's times? That's a fair question. really like, I don't know. I'm like, um, that's scary. Yeah, I agree. Because she just went forget. Yeah. She literally erased part of his memory. If I was a Nebula, I'd be like, have you done that to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then she's um, like, forget. <laughs> I'm like, that's a huge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, can we talk about it in order? Because I have like sure, notes sure, sure. to be able to kind of. I like, was just like the no, first no, no, thought I fine. had. I was like, oh my God, that's terrifying. That's totally fine. I just kind of <laughs> wanted to uh, open it up. Mm-hmm. So we get, we open up. They're all on nowhere. Um, Nebula and Groot are fixing a sign. Uh, Rockets listening to Creep. Um, yeah. That great was, song. I was like, oh, I'm going to cry. Yeah. As soon as I knew, like, recognized that song as Creep, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to fucking mm-hmm. cry. <laughs> it's a good song. It was the acoustic version, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been listening to the soundtrack. It's so by the good. Um, it's, it's probably, no, nah, I really like Two Best, I think, still. I feel like Two's honestly really forgetful for the soundtrack, except for, like, Brandy. Disagree. In terms of memorability, one. Mr. Blue one. Sky, Father and Son. Mr. Blue Sky is a great song, but I honestly do forget that it's in there. That's fair. And I don't know what that other song is. It's a it's the one he listens to at the very end. Sure. Um, but uh, so they're all setting up. Uh, Quill's getting drunk, or it isn't getting is. He's already. He's drunk. pretty knockout drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rocket walks in and he's like, "How many times did I tell you not to touch my Zune?" Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Rocket gives it to him. Was like, "Whatever the fuck." And then yep. Rocket goes to his room. Um, and he's just chilling for a second. Um, Taking off that shirt, yeah. showing us how fucked up <laughs> his is. life is. Yeah, because and, 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 you never saw it before. Yeah, yeah. They, they definitely like took that moment to be like, look, mm-hmm. this is we're showing you. You've seen we it really before. show you. But um, and then Adam Warlock just shows up and fucking bust through the fucking town. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where the, the argument that we had before mm-hmm. or that I started, really. I've been learning more about storytelling and understanding what the inciting incident is and i was i kept going like what is the inciting incident in this movie and you were like it's when adam warlock attacks but i and i and maybe this is me like pushing and being devil's advocate and trying to go like no i want to be right Mm -hmm. um but i i almost feel like it's it's i i get that it's a an effect of adam warlock attacking but i feel like more specifically it's once rocket gets hurt i think you're right you think so? I'm gonna jump on your side. Um, I rewatched it today, mm-hmm. um, and I do think it is directly because he attacks. But but my my reasoning for this is you can tech you could take out Adam Warlock and make it just a different character or a different scenario, and the movie will still play out for the most part mm-hmm. exactly the same way. But if Rocket didn't get hurt, then it's a completely different movie. You're right. Um, what I think this says is how good and coherent the writing of this was mm-hmm. because 
really, I feel like I could argue this with you to the end of time about <laughs> it being of, him right? attacking. Um, but that just kind of shows the fact that James Gunn really had such a well-rounded and it's a, story for this. And it's an interesting thing because I think if it is Rocket getting hurt, then that inciting incident serves as the inciting incident for two plot lines. Mm-hmm. It's the inciting incident for the Guardians of like, we need to go and uh get the high evolutionary so that we and we need to try to save rocket mm-hmm. like that's what motivates them and then it also starts the subplot of rocket's story and we us getting his um backstory. his backstory and then it also goes to the um obligatory scene which it, we'll we'll talk about that later but like I, I think that's also a dual um yeah a dual uh, used obligatory because uh, there's scene. kind of because the scene kind of has two is a two part thing yeah they're very um, like close because it's literally like the one literally immediately ends the other mm-hmm. like the one yeah so we'll get there um and i think that's brilliant <laughs> it is that again shows james gunn's writing and direction mm-hmm. and i think that's a big thing i think more people in marvel should write or at least write with and direct their own the movie completely because i think it offers more of a coherent vision versus think- what maybe the issue that people are having i think it depends on the project um because like thor ragnarok was not or written by taika watiti Mm -hmm. um but love and thunder was and i do think the story uh is stronger in ragnarok than love and thunder um so i i I don't know it really just depends i think that's where you need the kevin feige to come in and kind of have that objection object what's the word objective opinion objective opinion to look at it and go like i think this one is good you Mm -hmm. know kind of thing um but no this is this is amazing yeah james gunn and like despite us being like you should only like it because it's james gunn this was a really good movie because of him. Like yeah, you can't like ignore that. Us fact. saying that is not saying like James Gunn isn't an amazing director. Yes, he is an amazing director. And th- that is why these movies are good, but that shouldn't be the only reason mm-hmm. why you think that um, it should be more specifically yeah. moments in the movie. Um, so yes, rocket gets hurt by Adam Warlock who I really like in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to see more of him in this. I also did, but I think this is definitely more like uh less setup. is more. Yeah. It was like, um, uh, it was handled better. But it was like America Chavez in MOM, where it was kind of like she's introduced and she had a little more in her movie mm-hmm. or in that movie. Um, but it's kind of like you're introducing this character to use them more later. Yeah. Because it's very obvious that mm-hmm. he has a lot more to get. I really like him in this. I do like the he does do what we thought, which is the like the vision role in Age of Ultron mm-hmm. or the cap role in the Avengers, where it's like he's kind of a baby boy mm-hmm. and doesn't understand. He's a himbo. Yeah. He is a himbo. <laughs> to his, not to his detriment, though. No, no, no. I think it makes him a pretty well-rounded. It makes him endearing. Guy. Yeah, it makes him very much like okay. I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of hope you switch sides. <laughs> you know, um, um, I I enjoy him a lot in this, yeah. and that was also the thing for the inciting incident. Is it the inciting incident should in the viewer's mind go? There will be an obligatory scene, and the obligatory scene doesn't. If there is one, doesn't have anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, I feel like it it can't be that one i know? would argue his obligatory scene is also at the end of the movie though like, this is what that's we the thing to- it just keeps well, going but this is what we talked about love i don't think that's a inciting incident and obligatory scene i think that's his character arc that's fair that's and which fair. which you said is different yeah that's if fair. it was the same then i'd be like then you win it, yeah, then yeah that's, no, what that's, it fair. Is. But, that's fair um but no i think that's his character arc and i i do like his character yeah. arc a lot um i also like that what is that creature <laughs> 
which creature? Oh, I have no clue, <laughs> but I loved him. I hope he lives forever. <laughs> he deserves the world. I love that he has a little pet that he just acts. Hey, he killed the owner. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, you're mine now. Um, he's like, he looks sad. I think Adam Warlock actually might have had the most funny moments. I agree. It's that, because he didn't know. He's like this yeah. wandering. Well, he's bumbling. used really well. Yeah. Of, um, yeah. I, we're jumping around. He again. breaks the tension a lot. Yes, he does. Um, I, 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 like, I like it. But so they leave. They all leave to save Rocket, essentially. Mm-hmm. The medbay was destroyed. He has, like, this kill switch mm-hmm. in him that means that, like, they can't save him how they normally would, so they have to go and get the stuff to take it out, and so that means we have to go fight the high evolutionary or kind of, you know, like, yeah. get into the They world. have to go find Orgo Court. Which, let's take a minute to talk about the high evolutionary. An amazing villain. Yeah. And I think it's it's so great to i don't know how it says um it's so interesting and he's like and well used of using the animal cruelty aspect of it like one it 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 almost feels like a why didn't i think of that Mm -hmm. if you want people to hate a character do animal (laughs) cruelty don't do animal cruelty but like use that in your story because oh my god did i hate this dude so i wanted to see him rot in hell i could not wait for his beat up scene because i knew there was that was the obligatory Mm -hmm. scene was like this dude's gonna get his shit kicked and i can't wait Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you can even like even in the movie there's like uh chris pratt or star lord says some things to him as soon as he meets him just starts insulting him right away and i was just like i like pointed up my fingers yeah. i was like good job well, and i love that <laughs> they like dude. hate him like and yeah. we'll, we'll get there though because i i want to like discuss the scene when they find out mm-hmm. like fully so they get to orgo corp and mantis accidentally puts the suits in the fucking disposal mm-hmm. by the way for the kids listening to this that's not a among us reference that's a 2001 space odyssey yeah. reference <laughs> which like cool um i like that also as a funny scene that um quill trying to talk to gamora directly yes. and then he ends up just telling everybody this and then very... I love when they're like it's this 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 it's like how the fuck do i know yeah it's kind of intuitive uh and all and gamora joins because she's basically like i want money for the ravagers yeah. um, she's working for the ravagers and yeah. kind of has her own found family with them um michael rosenbaum not second time i could see it yeah i could see like his face i was like yep i can tell it's you mm-hmm. um yeah he was fun i like him yeah. I like Uncle Will's bomb though. Um, and so they get in, uh Mantis actually throws out all the suits. They're like, oh, whatever. And then Chris is or not Chris, Quill is like, we just gotta save them. Let's mm-hmm. deal with that and then deal with our escape plan. Because mm-hmm. Groot's in the ship. They can get away. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get uh we get Nathan Fillion uh in this movie. And I think it's so funny because Nathan Fillion has been a one of the most popular fan casts for an MCU role really for a year, like for the longest time he was the fan cast as wonder man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, I don't know, maybe he just grew out of it or it was something else. And he's been fan casted as other characters just along the way. And I think it's so funny uh, that the actual MCU role that he ends up as is just like, I don't know, some dude in a boulder costume. Yeah, He's just like a sentry that guards Orgo Corp. Uh, but he I has think, some good moments. I think he's really funny, just just always going back and just being like, "What am I gonna do with you? Like, I fucking You're the hate worst. you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking go to jail for murdering him." Like, I love that he hates him with such a passion, and he says it to multiple people. <laughs> and he says it to every time yeah. he, the other dude that he hates is just listening to it. He's like, "I'm gonna fuck about you." This guy though, I love this guy though. I'm gonna kill him. I don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna snap his neck or something. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's fun. Um, and while they're there. 
Gamora basically just starts threatening everyone. Yes. Um, and Chris is like, or not Chris, Quill is like, dude, stop. We don't kill people. Mm-hmm. And he keeps saying like, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. And she's like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. That is some alternate futuristic version that no, does not exist anymore. Yeah. Um, and then he tells uh, the helper that they've kidnapped. By the way, did you notice uh, that's Ratcatcher? Ah, too. no. And from Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I can see it now that you say it, though. Yeah, I didn't know that until I saw it. But, um, but yeah, that's that's the actress who plays Ratcatcher, too. I love that when James Gunn likes someone, she's like, hey, want to come be in this other thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he, he came out recently and said, like, and, and it's true. There are a lot of directors that do that, and it's because they've worked with these people before. They know how they work, and they know what to expect mm-hmm. from them. Um, and from a... From a work point of view, it makes complete sense. Uh, but whenever it becomes a project that you are seeing these characters multiple times, it almost feels like nepotism. A little bit. But it's not. I think it depends mm-hmm. how they like handle it, you know? Yeah. I also saw a thing. Apparently it was um it was like James Gunn um signing uh posters and mm-hmm. then it was um it was Neil, Nathan, yeah it was Nathan Fillion <laughs> uh like trying to be his assistant or something. James Gunn's just like you gotta do a good job. You don't want people to accuse me of nepotism, dude. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I love it. I love he's like so mean to him too in that yeah. video. Um he was on TikTok. Well Nathan Fillion was mean to that one dude. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um definitely a good callback for yeah. that scene. Um and then Quill's like, here's a story of us. I'm just, I, and then I love that James Gunn in this writing though, like recognizes like uh, he lost his temper. That's not in his character. Yeah, um, like that, they take a whole moment. That for did that. feel like a a call out. Not even necessarily a like, because what he says doesn't feel like mm-hmm. a um. That was that's not really like me. It's just they they acknowledge it for. He's a just second. like I shouldn't have done that. That was my bad. I don't even think he says that. I think he just says, and then I nearly destroyed half the universe. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all he's, he's just acknowledging it. Yeah. Well, but even before the movie came out, uh, James Gunn was like, that's not what he would do. Yeah. Like, I, I'm upset that they kind of ruined him a little bit mm-hmm. with that, um, which I think is why this whole speech happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nebula's like, I mean, he missed some major details, but that's the gist of it. Yes. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. They get out. Drax and Mantis are fighting a bunch of the sentries. Oh, I also like that joke that apparently this keeps happening. Yes. Where Mantis will uh, use her powers on like a, some sort of gate person. Guard or, or something. Whatever. To, and just be like, you're in love with Drax. And I was like, again. Like, he's so pissed. <laughs> I love that he, he doesn't even come up with a fake name. The guy's like, what's your name? And it's just like, Drax the Destroyer. <laughs> he's so, I love how like monotone he's like, i oh it's so funny it's great and i their banter is good i i really love their friendship and how Mm -hmm. it's built over the movies even like going with the james gunn now knows what to expect from these actors and knows how to use them it's very evident from the first guardians to the second guardians like drax becomes so much funnier in the Mm -hmm. second guardians movie than the first one and it's because they work together and they learned what his acting chops were, his comedy chops. And it's just, oh, I think he's so funny in that second one. I agree. That scene where Mantis gets in there is just like, Mantis, look out. <laughs> <laughs> Kills me every time. It's great. And I, I again, we're speaking very highly of James Gunn because he's good. It, but we're not just liking it what, because yeah, he's James Gunn. What we're saying is not in any way going like James Gunn is not a good director. Like he is. He's an amazing director yeah. and an amazing writer. But um, it's seen through his work, not just because his name is James Gunn. Yeah, don't 
don't use the brand. Yeah. Um, and fucking what's his name? I don't Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion shoots Drax. Have you watched Firefly? No, but I know okay. what it is. Well, he is the main guy yeah, in Firefly, I know. and everyone loves it. It's mm-hmm. the one show that should have never been canceled. Yes, but it. And it's the one show that I guess will never get a reboot no, or continuation. It's dead. It's dead forever. <laughs> it's, it almost feels like Hollywood just being like, "Yeah, that one we won't do." Let's leave it be. Despite rebooting everything else, <laughs> and it's the like most popular one mm-hmm. besides the Snyderverse, I guess that people want to be brought back. Um, that's funny. <laughs> it is that's funny of Hollywood. He's also in Castle. I haven't watched it, but he's like a yes. He writes like he murder mysteries. A, he's also in a show, um, The Rookie, I think. Oh. Uh. I think he's the rookie mm-hmm. in that. Um, let's see. Uh what's the next? No, yeah. So he he starts shooting Drax and then he shoots Nebula. And Drax is like down. Like I mm-hmm. and this was my main theory was that Drax was gonna die. Yes, you, you um, were you were very heavy on that. Oh, we do have to Yeah, we'll get there. We'll okay. get there. Okay. Um, and uh I was wrong. No. He he does it. He 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 makes it. Um, but they definitely like tease you with a few people yes and 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 people brought this up that um it makes sense other characters have died in the past like gamora and groot and yondu that um like going into this movie we even were expecting like a bunch of people to Mm -hmm. die in this movie that um the fact that spoiler i don't Nobody dies. In yeah, this no movie. guardian. No guardians dies. die in this movie, but it it's it's it never feels like that. Mm-hmm. Like we, at every point, we do feel like what any or all of these characters could die, and that's that's good. <laughs> but being able to keep them on the chopping block without making it like old, yeah, you know, is a very hard thing to do. Well, they only because do it once he was per... on the chopping block, Rocket was on the chopping block, and Chris Pratt was on the chopping block <laughs> yes. at some point. Um, and they so that's three out of mm. seven. Um, and but it, it didn't feel old, no, it didn't feel unearned. It was only once for yeah. each one, so it, it very much felt like, oh, okay, stakes are high, okay, we're still good though. We're mm-hmm. still good. It wasn't like, oh, they're just trying to, it's not like a scary movie yeah. where they're just trying to make you think this person's gonna die, yes. Um, and now that, that I'll definitely give points to that for sure. Oh, yeah um so and they so they get the info that they yeah. need and they they escape and yeah, they go Groot back comes in and asks if he looks cool um <laughs> and then they all escape that's a good running gag it's a good I little think. running gag also um i have a gag from the second movie that i caught today oh um so after they leave and then the uh sovereign girl is questioning the uh, <laughs> yeah. ravenger and then- she's eating the uh veggie that nebula said wasn't ripe oh really yeah that but it's orange oh. so it's ripe I, oh. that was the joke it was finally right i didn't get yeah. that well, i didn't catch it nice. till today and i was like wait well that was a cool. fun callback um yeah and in that scene is when she's like adam show show him we mean business and just vaporizes him like literally disintegrates the man and then his little <laughs> pet's like what the fuck and then he's, and like, then he's kidnaps the little uh creature and it's like you're mine now well the creature <laughs> likes him so like it's it's I a don't think the creature did i think he it was he felt bad about the creature because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was sad. So he was like, I you can come it. with me. Yeah. But really, it's more just feels like kidnapping. Yeah. Uh, and well, the kill switch isn't on there. Isn't uh, on the no, orb, though, that they get. Yeah. They, um, they do see um, what happens. Yeah. Or what happened. And it's one of those things where they don't show you as the audience, except like kind of a little bit of the hologram. We see. Yeah. In the hologram. But really what we see is the Guardian's reactions. And I mean, Mantis is bawling. Nebula's like, this is worse than anything Thanos ever did to me. 
uh gamora's uncomfortable uh, uh quill is losing his shit i think that's also a very important thing with nebula saying like her saying this is worse than anything thanos ever did to me that feels so important because kind of her whole character in all these movies is that she keeps bringing that up. Mm -hmm. She's just like, I was, I was tortured by Thanos. Yeah. He did like every, like almost at every moment she's bringing that up. Well, it's been her thing to get over, not get over, but like uh, Mm -hmm. overcome. And to, I feel like her even acknowledging that feels like a huge step. And that says all you need to know Mm -hmm. about what rocket went through. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, I can't imagine. No. Like you just want him to die. Like you find this out and you were like the high evolution needs to burn a thousand deaths and he gets everything he deserves. I think he could have gotten a little more. He he could have always gotten more. (laughs) There there was never enough. Yeah. Um, There's always just like, you have to hit a certain bar at Uh least. Yeah. Um, And they give you two. So, um, and while this is happening, you're also seeing rockets flashbacks, the subplot of rockets backstory and the fact that he is, um, he is taken kind of like from his litter or mm-hmm. whatever, and then has the experiments done to him placed with these characters um, that they later get the names of. It's Lila Teefs. Uh, is the otter. Yes. Uh, Teefs is the um, walrus. walrus. And then Floor, which is, is the rabbit. A rabbit with like spider legs. And a uh, looks like a creature from the first Toy Story. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. what Floor um, looks like. And basically that's kind of what they all look like to a degree, except for really Rocket. Because he doesn't mm-hmm. have as much mechanical shit on him. It's more hidden. His yeah. Mechanical um, shit. But like Lila has like mechanical arms. The walrus mm-hmm. is in like a wheelchair with wheels, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, it's dark. You're you see them and you're like, this is rough. Yeah, because they're they're going through all of this torturous activity, and they are also they are told that they will be taken to a paradise, mm-hmm. which I guess is counter earth. Yeah, if they're gonna go to counter earth. Um and and then but they're also and then rocket is kind of there's something special about rocket that he's just really smart well yeah but even the high evolutionary i don't think recognize has recognized it yet but he could but he keeps bringing him to like show him the Mm -hmm. advancements and stuff um but yeah we also learn like we see rocket with the high evolutionary and they're they're discussing certain things he shows them these embiggening um experiment that they Mm -hmm. do that just ends up leaving the creatures enraged and rocket solves the problem instantly without and he's literally like i just can't pronounce the words he doesn't even know how to pronounce it and, and he's like but it does the thingy <laughs> and high evolutionary is immediately uh pissed because he's like how come i couldn't figure that out yeah threatened he, by it he's very feels very inferior to the I, fact that rocket could yes do this. i like the use of the god complex on yeah and i want to get to that yeah um because he has a like really good line yeah he does um in the very end mm-hmm. uh um but yeah very much god complex and it's mm-hmm. terrifying yes it is um great pairing of that with the animal cruelty aspect agree mm-hmm. um and then uh do you want to just kind of finish rocket's backstory sure okay because uh, uh, it, it goes it, it intersperses between the the main story and then the backstory mm-hmm. and we don't really remember how exactly it was interspersed but um for the rest of rocket's backstory he he learns that um that they are not going to be mm-hmm. going to the counter earth uh high evolutionary is is very much wondering like why rocket was able to solve this problem mm-hmm. when no other creatures ha- is capable of independent thought 
he's terrified and i that 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 scene where he tells him that the the group that he that rocket is in was never Mm -hmm. destined to go to the counter earth it feels almost again like the it's the threatening thing of he rocket has independent thought he's threatened by it so now he wants to hurt this thing Mm -hmm. that um that has he needs to put rocket back in his place yes kind of the thought the message you get from that and so they send rocket back and rocket is like time to go into action he's taken all these things i don't know why he's been like a klepto and taking these things in order to break out but he he, he knew he'd ha- he might have to and i think that's a completely fair thing considering this guy experiments on you all the time yeah you um, know like it's fair to be like i'm just gonna take little things so i can hopefully if they also get out they they seem to have trusted him, or at least Rocket seemed to mm-hmm. have trusted him. So the fact that he had maybe maybe he used it for something else, like or he was going to use it for something else. But he takes what he's been stealing. He creates this like uh, card thing to escape, and he's like, "We're gonna get out. We're going to get into a rocket ship, mm-hmm. and we're gonna fly fly off. And I'm gonna fly off with all my friends, and it's gonna be great." And then of course, High Evolutionary uh, has to ruin it. Yeah, because he he knew that they would do something like that, which is fair. He trusted Rocket would be smart not to do something like that. Yeah, um, and, and uh, he hugs Lila for the first time, uh, and Lila's basically his comic book girlfriend. They don't really like yes. completely delve into that here, but like that's kind of like the message you get from them, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and he shoots her right in the back. Yeah, and Rocket just screams, and this is what broke me the first time. Like I'm about to cry just talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, because you're just like feel his heart get destroyed in this moment Mm -hmm. um and i he mocks him he just yells and he's like congrats you're the you're the you won the biggest crybaby contest and it's like you are literally the worst right now Mm -hmm. um and then rocket fucking goes for him yeah and this is round one of him getting his just desserts yeah Um, uh, he completely goes at his face just destroys it yeah um and it's it, you can see like the blood in his mouth it's Later. very gross yeah um and it, it, it you're like okay mm-hmm. that was some damage um and then the doors are open though and but what you, what you don't know is that oh yes the doors are open that's, that's right the doors are open and then uh backup comes they they take some shots rocket grabs the gun that high evolutionary used to sh- shoot lila mm-hmm. and attacks back but what he doesn't know yet is that the the backup uh has has shot uh floor and, and teeths and teeths and now he is alone um and it's so it's so heartbreaking it's awful like i and like it's so quiet <laughs> we're like we're yeah. being so quiet about this because <laughs> it's just it tears you apart because you're like you literally had mm-hmm. it like you were seconds away and in the moment i don't know why that scene wasn't the one where i cried mm-hmm. i guess it was there was some element of I knew there was something bad that happened to mm-hmm. him. And then it was like as soon as I think Lila is shot, I realized, oh, well, that's why we've never seen these characters yeah. before. And so it just I guess rationally it made sense to me, even though for the scene that he that I do cry in, there is a part that I already knew about. But yet it still got me. We'll get to that later. But um, but it's just it's just a brutal scene him screaming is what broke me mm-hmm. i couldn't i like it just tore me apart because mm-hmm. it's just this whole shot where you just seem over the body and it's yeah I, i'll i'll get to that in a second because that that also has to do with another scene mm-hmm. but um but then he he realizes that 
if he is not going to die, he has to mm-hmm. run and he and he gets into an, a, a rocket and then he escapes and he and is just heartbroken. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't honestly know what else to say much about it. And um, that's how he ended out. Mm-hmm. And that's and I guess through shenanigans, he ended up in jail for Guardians one. But sure. that's kind of the premise of his backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, jumping into the modern day, yeah, uh, let's <laughs> um, get a little lighter if yeah. we can. Jumping into the modern day, they did not get the uh, what they needed to mm-hmm. get rid of the kill switch. It was and taken rocket. off. Yeah, and it they realized that it is probably that it is in the head of one of the high evolutionaries assistants mm-hmm. which they saw when they um tried to get this file and so they were like okay we need to get to this guy which means we need to get to the high evolutionary mm-hmm. specifically which means that they are going to counter earth yes so that was really shocking to me <laughs> um in the comics i oh, i didn't know that the comics really used counter earth a lot i didn't know they were even in the comics mm-hmm. at all but what I know the counter earth for is that Spider-Man unlimited cartoon that I've told you about mm-hmm. where Peter goes to this counter earth. And it's, I guess it's kind of similar. There's a bunch of animal people there that are like, that are like tyrants and mm-hmm. rule it. And they kind of, the humans are like lesser creatures and stuff. Um, it's, it's a bit different in this and actually is more true to the comics. The high evolutionary is the one that created the counter earth in the comics um and it's just it's earth in the 1970s Mm. and it's animal people uh and they show up and peter is just kind of like what the absolute fuck yeah (laughs) why does this look like earth (laughs) yeah uh and there's like oh it's counter earth (laughs) it's supposed to be in this realm um and i love that it's kind of confused they Mm. arrive they get off you see this in the trailer they get off and then Jax fucking throws a ball at this kid yeah. and they lose their shit. And then you meet these nice bat people. Uh, I don't think they're bats. I thought they were bats. I, they look like bats. I can see why they're so, I don't know if what they are though, but, right. but I'm gonna go bats. Sure. Um, and basically, uh, Peter helps one of them with a scrape that they got cause they were scared. Um, and which they caused. Yeah. I think. Which they caused, <laughs> but like, nonetheless, he's like, Hey, like we're, we're just trying to mm-hmm. save our friend, man. Like this isn't, they're very nice. They direct them to where they need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they steal their car, um, which also is, did you notice that this is when the F bomb is dropped? Yeah. I didn't. I pointed it to you. I didn't. I went, there's the one I poked you and everything. I didn't. didn't rec- catch it. I didn't recognize that that is what happened mm-hmm. at all. Um, he said, it, open the fucking door, which I guess is, really a good use of it like it was okay i guess you i only didn't, hit one i yeah <laughs> you, everybody gets one but um but i didn't recognize it at all like i guess it maybe is how much it's in my lexicon that's of fair it, i didn't even recognize that he had said the f-bomb by the end of it i was like wait where was the where was the f-bomb <laughs> no, no yeah no he said it but yeah um so which is fun and uh and then yeah he doesn't he doesn't know how to drive because he was eight when he left mm-hmm. Um, but they, they end up getting to the high evolutionaries base and ship. And it is Nebula, Groot, and, uh, Quill. Quill. And then Drax and Mantis are left back, by the ship. And then Gamora's ship. just chilling with Rocket, essentially. Mm-hmm. Cause she's like, I don't want to fucking deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Drax immediately is like, fuck that. I want to be with you guys. So he steals a motorcycle. <laughs> I love whatever the guy's just driving. And he's just like arms Boom. out. <laughs> um, fuck it. What's the word? Uh, 
this was like handlebardom or some shit. Oh no, it's a cross line. Yeah, cross line them. <laughs> um, and it's just like, goddamn. Um, yeah. And then he's like, we'll just let's take it back to the ship. She's like, right there. He's like, why yeah. would you think? Why that? would you believe him? <laughs> uh, and so she gets on, and then she's like, Jack, stop being a jerk. <laughs> yeah. And then he takes her all the way over. Um, Nebula so, has to stay behind because her arm is a weapon. Yes. Um, which James Gunn I feel like that's asked. when you'd start shooting. Maybe I don't know. I feel like they want they wanted to get in. Yeah. They knew that they wanted him dead. Yeah. Um, but I love that uh, James Gunn was asked about the arm and she's like, is it just Bucky's arm? And he went, no, it's much cooler. Yeah. Um, and it is. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. It's like a nanotech arm. Or yeah, something. it's cool as shit. Yeah. Um, and so Peter and Groot go inside mm-hmm. and the high evolution is just like hold and just doesn't <laughs> talk to keeps them. Keeps doing that and stuff. I like, though, that they it, that Peter, instead of like trying to go through just he sees the guy that has the kill switch mm-hmm. stuff going and it just is like you're really the one that i need so he just starts targeting him and is like threatening him and that's when the high evolutionary comes in and he's just like oh now you want to talk to me and i don't know i forget what he says but he insult he just immediately just starts insulting the high evolutionary mm-hmm. it's something i've done a lot too where i just I just start insulting to insult. I don't even think about what I'm saying. I just start spewing spewing mm-hmm. words. Um, but yeah, once he starts do, doing that, I just I I got so much satisfaction out of it. I was like, good. He can't contain it. He's Fuck pissed. This, it's his best friend. Second best. It's his best friend. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a, a good gag they run through. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, uh, the pig the the pig that like took him in, which mm-hmm. is this big ass giant like mechanical monstrosity, which, who I believe is another character in something he looks like he should be like a one of the spider-man villains maybe but it's a um the voice actor is someone famous maybe it's tara strong let's find out might be tara strong who is miss minutes and a a legend in the voice acting world she has done so many different roles um i think she is in this movie maybe it's tara strong i don't know um, but the the pig creature that you're talking about goes back to the ship to take Groot, uh, not Groot, Rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when some of the like just some great fighting happens. The high evolutionary uses his gravity stuff to kind of put them down and keep them there for a second. But as soon as he turns away, they just immediately get to work. And this is I really enjoyed this fight scene. And maybe it's. I don't know why, but it, I just enjoy the Peter Groot fight of Groot has all the weapons inside of mm-hmm. him. And I like the back to back. I like the fact that I like the Peter Groot connection there. And then that Groot has kind of he's he's so emotional. He has emotional emotional connection to all of them instead of just Rocket now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed that fight. And I, I do like that their um, escape plan is just to jump out the fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love uh, one of the aspects of the fight that I really liked was whenever um, uh, Quill like got under Groot for a second and his branches were like kind of bulletproof for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool. And they they uh, we're, we're about to really jump into it, but they use Groot in a really a lot of fun ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we skipped over a little bit the kaiju aspect when they oh, first yes, get off. Right. Nebula's like, "Go kaiju!" Um, there's that. Um, there's this. Then the jumping out, <laughs> which. <laughs> 
so good. Oh, very. Because this was definitely Quill just taking out his anger. Mm-hmm. Um, and they uh, bury that dude they in bury the ground. Him. They too. jump and he's like, "We're both gonna." He's like, "No, just you." And then <laughs> he literally makes him his landing board. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, "Yes." <laughs> I, I enjoyed it a lot. This was great. And then, uh, and Gamora, Gamora has her own fight scene because she's fighting this pig thing. Mm-hmm. Adam Warlock shows up with the uh, this furry creature i like mm-hmm. the pissing scene i also <laughs> like the pissing scene uh that was funny and then and then um and for some he just rips the pigs head off yeah um drax and mantis show up with nebula they get onto the ship and they don't know that peter mm-hmm. and Groot are I already love off it. they're talking about it and then they're like we got to save them and then as they say it they're both like <laughs> they're flying by um and then gamora's like oh shit well i gotta get us out she's flying the ship and like yeah. nearly kills quill and Groot with mm-hmm. it um and, and oh and that. uh the sovereign lady died yeah she blew up yeah which I understand why. And that, that was kind of like the, uh, the crutch that kind of turned Adam's yeah. thing. Cause he was like, Oh, well you just fucking killed my mom. Yep. <laughs> so I'm a little pissed at you. That's fair. Um, and yeah, it d- really, really fun action. I, I don't know why I enjoy that fight scene no, so much, fair. but I really enjoyed that It was a good fight scene. scene. <laughs> um, well, cause the second he went, you know what to do with these. I was like, okay, so he's going to have these guys. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely were like, Hey, and then and then we get to um the scene where we are going to try to save Rocket. Yes. Um where they they have all the things that they need. They implement it. They try to take out the kill switch and that and try to actually save them. It doesn't seem to be working. I thought you were right that he was going to be the one. I thought so too. Um the thing was and we get a very emotional scene of Rocket kind of in like the in between of the afterlife, mm-hmm. he sees very much Ly- like Harry Potter. Yeah, he sees Lila and he sees uh, Teefs and Floor, and it's a very emotional scene where it's like, "Can I come with you?" and and it's like, "Of course," you know, stuff like that. Um, but I I actually at that point already knew that he wasn't going to die. Really? Because in the trailer there is that line where he says um, about high evolutionary. It's like he didn't want things to be perfect. Yeah, he just wanted. He just didn't like things the way they were. I thought it'd be right after they saved him. But even though I knew that he wasn't going to die in that scene, and he didn't, um, Lila's like, but not right now. Um, whenever Peter is screaming. That's what got me today. It got me so much. And the, there, is actually, there is a common complaint of this movie that there is too much yelling in it. Mm-hmm. And I completely disagree. I don't know why it is, but for me, yelling in any sort of media is very cathartic for me, and it feels like the right response. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's too many characters where I felt it in Arrow a lot. This is what I recognize it in, where there's it's like the um, oh, but they also they still have the like um, they still have something over you, so you can't lose your uh, emotion so much. But there are still sometimes when I'm like you would just lose your shit like mm-hmm. and you would just fucking scream or you would beat the shit out of them you can't or, always have your control yeah and 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 these in this movie with like the rocket scream and the quill scream like it's 
great uses of screaming Agreed. because it's just it's emotional and it's so cathartic and just ah uh, and yeah that's when I cried that's when that's, I was like oh fuck even it though got I, me today even though I knew he wasn't gonna die yeah. I, I I didn't even think about it I was again I was really enthralled in this mm-hmm. so it didn't even like cross my mind that he didn't say the line yet I was just mm-hmm. like oh shit and they do change that line a little they do bit, a little bit but I like I I like it um but Rocket doesn't die. No, he doesn't die. He comes back after Quill, after Gamora's like, he's dead. And Quill's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not letting him go. Um, and then the first thing Ruckus says is, where's Nebula? <laughs> Which I love because you got to think, they were alone for five years. Yeah. They were it mm-hmm. of the Guardians. Um, so it's like, that makes sense. And then he's like, because their thing's right there. Um, and mm-hmm. she's on comms. And then she's like, we're on the ship to save you. And Quill's like, well, you should know by now. I always think of some smart way to get away. Da, da, da. Groot and then gives it away yeah uh, and then uh rockets says something and then they're like rocket mm-hmm. and then they're like yeah he's live and then like you, the whole group you just have this moment of silence where like okay mm-hmm. now let's <laughs> be happy about that and then move mm-hmm. um, and i think before that does happen though we do see there's a, a scene with nebula mantis and yes. drax on the high evolutionary ship and i i really did enjoy that moment too of it's it's the moment for Nebula of realizing that one Drax is not just a useless idiot. Mm -hmm. He has his uses Um, or no, that's not when she realizes that. This is when uh, Mantis and her basically just agree that he's stupid. Um, (laughs) And it was a little detrimental (laughs) to him, to be honest. But I also enjoyed that fight. It felt very like family Mm -hmm. argument stuff. And, and Mantis isn't wrong in some of the things she says of like, you are always looking for the worst in Mm -hmm. people. And, and Mantis is just going like, yes, Drax is stupid, but he's the only one that doesn't hate himself. Mm -hmm. And that is important. And I, I, one, I like that too. I am very surprised that Drax doesn't hate himself seeing as how he has lost his family. I don't know. I, I, I kind of understood it. He's always just kind of trying to, he's always I think just it's trying because to crack a joke. he's an idiot. Yeah. It's because he's just like, well, that's life, uh-huh. you know? Um, and I think he found some type of inner peace mm-hmm. um, where the rest of the group has not. No. Um, so, but, um, but I, I enjoy that, that scene a lot. I, I think that is very, Mm-hmm. just just fun i don't know like yeah a lot of people are just like and eh, there's a lot of yelling in this movie i'm like i didn't feel that yeah at all. didn't even catch it no um and then you're shown that there's a bunch of kids yes there are the a ship. bunch of kids on the ship um and i don't know what race they are one of them is important and i'm gonna i and i haven't i have a note about okay. who she is okay good we'll get there um and that's an after credit thing <laughs> uh and so and then high of or no they then they talk to quill mm-hmm. and everything they're trying to devise a plan and all that and then the high evolutionary shows up and captures uh nebula and mantis and drax takes them to a pit mm-hmm. uh that they are they are held in and <laughs> mantis like scorpions in this movie twice yeah <laughs> she, she like, should have died her neck should be broke broke <laughs> fuck um and they had fun with it which is fine but like you felt you're like oh yeah like her legs go over her head real quick um and uh he then also like quill talks to him for a second Mm -hmm. and he calls him uh oh oh, fuck there was uh, that was there was like a whole rant that was definitely the one where he he the first insult was a good one this one is where he is just like he like loses control Mm -hmm. and isn't even really insulting he's just spewing words 
Um, but I also enjoyed that. And then, yeah, and then he he, he hangs up. <laughs> this scene is like, I think he hung up. Oh, you think? <laughs> um, yeah, he lost it a little bit there, which yeah, is fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. And then he basically calls Craglin and is like, hey, we need your help. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, cool. Craglin and Cosmos coming along. And mm-hmm. they do, but with a big surprise, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and was so, it a big surprise? I feel like it was the plan to bring nowhere there i mean yeah but like they didn't say that mm-hmm. he was just like we need help and i was like okay i really like the i i this is maybe my favorite running joke though of the uh craglin calling cosmo yes a bad it was dog. so funny <laughs> i love how upset she is yeah it's it i think that's fair and yeah. I, I like the whole and it has a nice payoff at the it end does. um but yeah and then so this is where we're we're at the final act. Yeah, and we decide we're gonna one. We have to save our team, but also, uh, we just have to take that fucker down. Yeah, <laughs> this is we are the guardians of the galaxy. We need to guard the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they show up, um, and they get in these little like split, uh, aircrafts, um, and then nowhere pops up the other side of the sh- the big ass ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh shit. Um, they're going immediately for mm-hmm. rocket yeah um and this is when we start to see uh high evolutionary really losing his shit yeah because he, he has like a um what are those called <laughs> Fuck, now that you ask me i can't remember it's like, abominations no, <laughs> or something. Abom- no like he has an assistant that is like the um it's like um you know how like a king has like a person that like tell that like yeah tells them what they should do and like going like uh that might not be a smart thing he has one of those and and he's just going like no like rocket is the most important one that's all that matters because we can't do anything with them without mm-hmm. him. he's the only one that has independent thought um and so and just is like we're gonna take these abominations of whatever mm-hmm. they are and just get rockets well and the assistant's like he, that's the save for the next colony mm-hmm. and he's like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. um and he sends them and they're going after nowhere and rocket and everything and looking a little rough <laughs> for a second uh and then adam wakes up and <laughs> busts out of the ship and comes after him so Groot is in his ship being attacked rockets in his nowhere's pumping up a cannon to fucking shoot (laughs) Um, which was great i love that came out of the eye and everything i like that he says something where it's just like destroy that dead god yeah and it's like oh so you do well you know you do know you're not a fucking god well Um, (laughs) you should at least yeah um and he has this really good line where he goes uh there is no god so that's where i stepped in Mm -hmm. um and yeah uh, I do like that scene though, where like the whole everybody that is under him decides no, mm-hmm. um, we're we're actually taking control again, and he just he kind of quickly shows them why he is the one in mm-hmm. control and just obliterates them all. Yeah. I think, um, and just decides to go after Rocket himself, and we get and then we get some of the the great fights like they they land on the ship they're gonna they're like okay we need to split up and try to find uh find them and then oh and we forgot yeah we forgot. they're in uh nebula mantis and drax are in this pit and this is when the um i forget what they're called but it's obelisk oh, okay it, they're the creature from the beginning of volume two mm-hmm. which is, was a theory at the time that high evolutionary had something to do with that mm-hmm. now confirmed um, and then Mantis used her powers and just uh, 
like made them feel better because they were also tortured. Yeah, she was like, they don't want us. They just need batteries. They're not going to come after us unless mm-hmm. we attack them. Um, and I love they had a thing of like they, he's they're more scared of us than we are of them. Because mm-hmm. um, that's a, a really fun thing to do. Um, did you notice that the rat that the person like in the control room controlling shit was a rabbit person though with the legs like floors? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Mm. little sad callback okay. <laughs> no i didn't notice that um and then uh so they come in on the obelisk yeah. and he's like oh well i guess you don't have to save him now uh change of plans <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all there and uh, they, they learn about the kids and they're yes. like we have to save the kids uh so they go and they they um figure out a way to save the kids oh and then drax also does have a moment where he he sp- is the only one that speaks the language of the kids yes tells them um the plan or like Tells them what they need to do for to the plan die. to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for the plan to work. Also shows that he is not useless and that his role is to be a dad. Well, and I love whenever Nebula is like, "Why didn't you tell us?" He's like, "Why didn't you ask?" Because mm-hmm. it kind of shows like you guys might think he's stupid, mm-hmm. but there's layers. And he, is. <laughs> he is. You can be. There's a difference between a dumbass and an idiot, though. Yeah. You know, he's kind of just a dumbass. He's not actually stupid. Yeah. That's the difference, you know. Um, and they, I like that they kind of immediately were like, "Just so you're aware." We understand that that was a mean thing to say, so we're going to correct it here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kids are, so now they're, uh, they agree, they have to save the kids. And Rocket's like, I'm done running. Gamora's like, oh, I guess I have to fucking come along. Mm-hmm. And then also Great you have hallway. the little animal <laughs> flopping behind them. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, uh, Adam Warlock's. Um, and, then and then you get the, the best fight scene since Endgame. It, it's a really great fight It's scene. so good. <laughs> Beastie Boys is blaring. It's gross. They're jumping no, around. Da, da, I like that song. Uh, it's a good song. Um, I heard that first in high school. Yeah, I'm sure everyone yeah, did. Um, Even people that weren't in high school when it came out her first heard it in high school. Right, yeah. Um, and yeah, we get an amazing fight scene, which is really dynamic. Mm-hmm. We get to see a bit of everyone. We get to see Gamora really rocking shit, even though she is very much like, "Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. We're gonna die." Um, and then and Adam Warlock comes in, kind of shows. Or, oh no, no he doesn't he, come in yet. Oh, he comes in at at some point during it, but he yeah. tries to attack Drax. I think that's no, he tries to attack Groot after oh, the hallway fight. It's whenever they're saving the kids. Oh, okay. So they they have a really cool hallway fight. They're mm-hmm. slipping and sliding. Groot's extending himself so they can hop around him, mm-hmm. um, slicing and dicing like yeah. a lot of gross shit. Um, and then it's cleared and you're just like, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> essentially. Um, and then they're now they're like, okay, we gotta get rid of the kids. And yep. then Rocket's like, well, we also have to help. No, Rocket hasn't, uh, you're right. Hasn't gone to them yet. So Rocket kind of goes off on his own for a bit and Nebula, or is it Nebula and Rocket? No, it's Rocket goes on his own and then the rest of them go to help the kids. Well, Nebula goes to that control panel. That- yes, Nebula goes to control. Nebula goes with Rocket. The control panel's yes. busted. Rocket's like, "You stay here and deal with that." Because she think can it plug was Nebula, into the it. one that said that. Yeah, and then uh, he was like, "I'm gonna go to uh, figure something else out." Yeah, he um, goes to where the other animals are, <laughs> sees the litter of uh, him. raccoons. Well, yes, um, and opens it up, and it is revealed that he is a raccoon mm-hmm. from Earth. And he's always been a raccoon. Yeah. And yes, a trash panda. Um, I like. They that even joke like make the second. joke. Um, to, uh, teeths is like, or teeths is like a yellow mask. 
Yeah, yeah, it um, does. Like I love they kind of like the little callback to that like mm-hmm. joke from 2012. <laughs> and he tries to he he takes out the card that he had before he he tries to save this litter of raccoons and looking at the other animals is already starting to go like how do I how do I save you mm-hmm. all? And then high evolutionary shows up. And, Piece of shit. And I and there's a bit of a chase between them, and then the other guardians show up. Well, first he throws Rocket around like yeah, no joke. Um, and then. Rocket gets to touch his gravity boots. And it was a good callback from the beginning because mm-hmm. Nebula's like, why are you walking upside down? He's like, I'm testing it on a slope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he drops down and he's like, you're nothing but a... Uh, the hyperspace is like, you're nothing but basically scum to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, no, actually, it's Rocket. Rocket Raccoon. And I he know, shoots yeah. him. And then they all show up. And I just love all when get they all hit. show up. Yeah. I love the, when they all just beat the absolute shit mm-hmm. out of him. And like Gamora stabs him. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's on the ground. They take off the mask and it's, it's revealed what his face looks like. It's really. I didn't realize that that was his face because of Rocket the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't, I just didn't think about it, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, I just thought he just kept adjusting himself and then ruined his own face. No, that's, I think that's how Dr. Doom fucks up his face. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's Rocket and he fucked it up. And then, um, and Rocket do, then decides not to kill a uh, high evolutionary, which I think it was more about we need we have bigger fish to fry. He's he's done. Let's go deal with these. It other doesn't things. feel really. That's what that, I took it as. I took it as like I have to save these animals. I have to. We have to perform Noah's Ark again. Dude, it takes like, it takes two seconds to pull the trigger. You're right. <laughs> I can't disagree. Uh, like I I get it, and it is more of the emotional impact of like he doesn't need to kill the high evolutionary to kind of show the growth, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I am kind of like you're leaving them for dead anyway. You might as well just do it. Yeah, yeah. that's but, fair. Uh, you know, I will take. Uh, it'll be more painful for him to die on the ship. Yes, it will. And I <laughs> so think I'll that take was that. probably part of it. He was like, "Eh." I'll take that. But um, yeah, I just I I love the beat up of him because that was the whole that mm-hmm. was the obligatory yeah. scene. I almost feel like. Um, but no, I actually I feel like the obligatory scene is when Rocket um is is talking to Lila on in like the the Harry Potter esque mm-hmm. scene. I feel like that's the real obligatory scene. And I like it a lot. That's fair. I think that's the obligatory scene for his backstory. I think it serves a dual purpose as like the obligatory scene for the uh, main plot and the subplot. But the main plot was them trying to save, trying to save Groot. So I feel no, like save it, Rocket, save Rocket. So I feel like it had to have them involved as well. It it did. It did it, to which, a degree. I think the obligatory degree. scene is when they save him. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so I feel like it's I think still there can be an argument pur- both ways. I think it's still dual purpose, which I think is really good. Or uh, James Gunn will hear that and have a Kevin Smith moment and go, "It's pretty good." Yeah, uh, actually, I'll take that. <laughs> um, but um, imagine no. James Gunn listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, I would shit my pants. I'd love it. Um, and then they perform Noah's Ark. Yeah, <laughs> and just yeah, bring but, all the animals and all the kids and saving them all and, and the obelisk and, and Cosmo is like holding it together with her fucking mind mm-hmm. and uh Mantis and, like you're and so then, strong and then Peter uh goes back for his zoom yeah because he drops it on his way out um and he has this really cool scene where he grabs this like hose that has air in it mm-hmm. and then he jumps out and he unbends it and to launch him over and you're like if he doesn't hit anything he'll make it he hits something. Of course he hits something. <laughs> um, and he, he floats out in space for a bit, and he, he blows up a little bit. And I was like, fuck, Chris I, Pratt's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, this is not the turn of events I thought it was going to be. Yes, but then we then we get the um, 
the famous painting <laughs> moment. <Yes. laughs> with, they really went, hey, by the way. Yeah, uh, we're Zack Snydering this a bit. But um, um, with Adam Warlock coming in and saving the day mm-hmm. um, and saving Peter. Uh, Peter has no deformity in his face from that, which I call bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have, think a med pack can do that much. He would have so much sagging skin yeah. on his face. <laughs> um, but so he's fine, I guess. Yeah. But he almost died mm-hmm. um, seconds away. Yes, yeah, um, absolute seconds away. And then they. Oh, we also forgot Craglin. He t- he oh, takes yes. care of all the abominations. He finally things. learns how to use the arrows, which is nice. Uh, and I like and and finally calls Cosmo a good dog, mm-hmm. which was nice. Um, and then it, it's it's mostly wrap up at this point. Yeah. We we get a meeting between the guardians and Peter and Mantis decide that they are going to go their separate uh, ways, go on their own separate ways, and kind of figure out their own personal things. Peter is going to Earth. Mantis is going to figure out whatever it is mm-hmm. she wants to do with the obelisk mm-hmm. nebula <laughs> yeah nebula nebula is going to run nowhere and, and start a new society essentially yeah, and rocket is going to be the new leader of the guardians mm-hmm. of the galaxy um and we and get, then we also get the main thing uh the post-credit scenes no i was gonna say groot we finally understand oh them. yes uh so that is that, that's, that's been a whole thing this week and it's and it was it was obvious to me. Yeah. I guess I, it I wasn't to a lot of people. It wasn't obvious to me in the moment. I get what it is now. It's that's what they hear. Well, because you kind of you take the third movie kind of from Gamora's perspective of like they're kind of because everyone hated the second one. And there's issues with like how they were treated in game and this and that and da da da. Um, and this kind of fixes that and then is like, hey, now that you've seen the whole thing through Gamora's point of view, she started understanding them again. So now we mm. get to finally understand them. And we get uh, Groot saying, I love you guys. Which I wish it was the F-bomb. And it was like, fuck, I, <laughs> I love you guys. That wish so he said good. That. I said that. I was like, he should have the F-bomb last <laughs> week. So I'm, I'm a little sad. But, but, oh well. but um, which threw me for a loop. I, I was like, what? Um, I realized now that's what they hear. Mm-hmm. I, and through, because Gamora also starts to understand him. I guess it's like an osmosis thing. or Probably. Or he can kind of choose who understands him. I feel like it's it's like a vibe thing. Like you have to like get close to him, and then you'll start understanding. Because in the first movie, only Groot could, or only Rocket could, mm. and then the second one, it's established everyone else can. And then yeah. Kinda, so yeah, um, and, I liked it. And yeah, no, it, I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> no, that's fair. He said it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> um, but no, it's nice. And then um, and Gamora goes back to the Ravagers, and and we really do see that like she has found what she kind of found with the guardians in the first movie just with these ravagers um and with like michael rosenbaum and or his character Mm -hmm. sylvester stallone's character um whatever that wizard reptile thing is um and 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 then we get the post-credit scenes um we get one where it is the skip the dancing Yes, they dance. They do the dance to the dog days are over. It's a good song. I've listened to that all week. It's a good song. song. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And but the the first in credit scene is Rocket and the new Guardians team are on a planet and they are killing local wildlife. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, not local. I think they're like they're killing the people. So like we got to protect the people. Uh, Yeah. And um and we see it is it's Adam Warlock, Rocket, Craglin, um Cosmo. Cosmo, Groot, and who is that character? Hold on. She's Philavelle. Okay. And who is she? 
genetically engineered daughter of the Kree warrior Marvel, also known oh. as Captain Marvel. Okay. Phila eventually takes on the mantle of Captain Marvel herself, and later uh, the names Quasar and Martyr introduced in Captain Marvel. So she's like genetically engineered version of Captain Marvel. Mm. So she's gonna have that realm of powers. Yes, um, uh, which might come around later. Maybe. I also don't think it. They're, I think they're changing a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I don't think she is the daughter of Marvel. But I do Marvel. think she's going to be big. Uh, I don't know. It could, but I don't I don't know if it's a definite. That's fair. I think, she, I, I don't know. I think she's going to come could, around. Could have something to do with it. Maybe she'll, she also show, has, maybe she'll show up in the Marvels. Because also Love from Love and Thunder has that color, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing the whole tanglement with the, and it's all purple in the Marvels. I don't know. I feel like that's brewing to something. I don't know what the something is. Yes, but you also thought that there was going to be something brewing that paid off in this movie. That's different. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about that? This is more proof. Yeah, you won. Uh, I won the bet, ladies and gentlemen. Because at no point in this movie does Rocket use the other um any type of exoskeleton suit-esque thing to any degree no No arm extender nothing he just gets gravity boots Mm -hmm. so brad was correct (laughs) and you have to watch half of season one of peaky blinders yeah yeah yeah. you're gonna like it i know (laughs) i'm just not ready uh not ready for what it's gonna be a whole thing you're maybe not ready for some of the violent stuff that's exactly what i mean yeah that's fair but um, I'm I'm excited for you to watch yeah, it'll it. It'll be an experience. <laughs> you're gonna, I think you're gonna enjoy it, and I think you're gonna appreciate Killian Murphy. That's fair. I do think you're right about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a a fun thing. Yeah, and we will have more bets like this. Yes, we will. <laughs> this is a fun little one. Um, yeah. It's been a long time coming too. Do you want to do it with this Marvel thing? <laughs> um, I'll do it with the fact that it's all purple, and I think it's gonna come up to something between the Marvels and. Even maybe love. I don't, love is a little looser, in my opinion, into this theory, but I think it's all going to come I'm around. I'm going to go no because I don't know what the rules of this bet are. That's fair. Like, we can we can solidify this later. Who would be who would win and who would lose depending on what? I don't know what that is. We can solidify. Sure, but um, but we get that and we get Groot. He's uh, much bigger. Yeah, he's King Groot now. Looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't really, wasn't expecting it. I didn't expect him, them to be sitting on. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking like, a nap. get up buddy <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I like that and i think i think we will see this team in the future i agree i don't think it'll be james gunn no. actually i know it won't be james it gunn. won't <laughs> um but i hope we do because i think this can be an interesting team to mm-hmm. fuck with you know like i because that's exactly what the first guardians did it took a bunch of characters mm-hmm. and went hey let's just see what we can do and yeah. now they can do it again I, i'd like to see it and then we get one more post credit scene, which is we see Peter uh, go back to Earth, and mm-hmm. which we didn't really talk about. Uh, no. Mantis also has been trying to uh, bring up the fact that like Peter did just leave his mm-hmm. uh, grandfather on Earth and not didn't talk to him. And at they all. kept coming around to it. And I was like, that's going to be important. Mm-hmm. And um, in this final one, we see Peter go to Earth, go to where he used to live, and um, it's not. Uh, it's his caretaker, his, mm-hmm. his grandfather's caretaker, and he's like, oh, I'm looking for a Jason Quill. Uh, that's the name of his father in the comics, mm. uh, which I didn't recognize until then. But um, he shows up, and the grandfather recognizes him, and he's like, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also his grandfather in this in Guardians Two, when the blue like gel stuff yes. is coming, he's one of the people in the car. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that until recently. I was like, oh, that's yeah. fine. And then, and then there's a, they're like, there's like a reading a, yeah. He's like trying, in the after credit scene, he's reading a paper, and it says like Kevin Bacon tells all about an alien abduction. And he's trying to get Peter to like mow somebody's lawn, and it's mm-hmm. like that's a weird thing for a 45 year old man to just be mowing somebody's lawn. Um, and, and then it says Star Lord, the will, legendary Star Lord, uh, will, will return, return, which is apparently a th- a callback to his solo comic. Um, ah, he apparently has sure. one. Yes, um, he has one. And but... apparently that's what it's called. So uh, I'm guessing they're going to come around to that. It's a, I would mm-hmm. imagine that's a very loose tie-in. Or I callback. don't know. I feel like you say the legendary Star-Lord and the comic's called the legendary Star-Lord. Isn't that what he said at the beginning of the first Guardians remember. movie? I've only like, seen it once. I feel like that's what he says every time. I think Ego said it. Of like, well, we've heard legends of Star-Lord. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like it's a callback, but I, I don't know. I'm I think a big it's, fan of everything. I think it's more of purpose. an Easter egg of like going like the Incredible Hulk. Or that's fair. The Amazing Spider-Man. You know, like they all have those actors adjectives that's fair um and so yeah that was a big surprise i didn't think i didn't think we'd see star lord again but apparently he will return for something yeah not don't know what no i don't know either i'm here for it i have a guy at work who is like he's like dead set on this he thinks that because he's on earth now he's going to team up with peter parker and um uh, daredevil um yeah i'm like I don't think That's so. That's a bit of a stretch. I think so. Too. He's basing it solely on the fact that he's on Earth. <laughs> I think She-Hulk's more likely to work with them than he is. I actually brought up She-Hulk. I was actually like, I it works because I could see him and She-Hulk hooking up. That I mean, yeah, that's the only way. <laughs> I could see that, but I was like, I, he hates Peter Parker. Yeah. He he insulted his favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that's no, I don't think so. In either. the plans, it also just doesn't work. It's like you have these very street level characters, and then you just have Star Lord like yeah. flying up <laughs> and like shooting Kingpin. Yeah, I just don't think that's. No. But um, what's up? But yeah, no, this was this was a really fun movie. What would yeah, you rate it? Best thing since Betty White. Best thing since Betty White. It was yeah. it was stellar. This was really fun. Um, yeah, I went salt twice. Yeah, you did. <laughs> just and honestly, to talk about I it. thought about it too. Yeah. Um, but I I didn't have the time. But no, it's it's a really fun fun movie. Yeah, great no. movie. I loved it. Um, I don't think this is the end of the MCU. <laughs> no, people are so fucking dramatic. Yeah, they are. Um, I think there are great things to come. Mm-hmm. But uh, with that being said, if you could rate us and leave a review, that helps us out immensely, gets us seen by other people. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can do that at backtothepoint21 at gmail.com. We are at Back to the Point on Instagram and Twitter and at Back to the Point Pod on TikTok. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, I am uh, at BombasticBrad1. You are Plutonic.seth, like the plant. We're keeping Gus proud. Amen. And we will leave you to be continued with Recommendation Week Returns. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>